Welcome to Judgment. It's Bond season. Be fair warned, we do talk about this movie in depth, so spoilers ahead. Now let's have some fun. Enjoy. Hey, welcome back to Judgment, everybody. It's been a while. Uh, I'm Andrew. I'm going to be the uh, person talking the most today. I start off these terribly. Um, anyway, I'm here as always with my co-host, uh, Blaine. Hey, Blaine. Hey, Andrew. Right. How you be? I'm, I be great. Great. And I'm here with Corey. Corey, how are you? <laughs> I'm also here and great. Thank you. Corey and his mustache have shown up tonight. We love yes. it. Yes. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. What happens when I shave it? This really dates us. I know. Because they see us all the time. Um, <laughs> Thanks for doxing me. <laughs> you know me. You know me. Uh, Blaine, how do you feel about doxing? That strongly, huh? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the, the pause was a little too long. <laughs> I mean, when it's warranted, it's warranted. I don't know. Okay. Why do you always turn <laughs> into Donald? <laughs> that was like, that was uh, really Donald. That wasn't a full Donald. I don't know what it was supposed to be, but it turned that way. That was half Donald. Anyways, it's, it's Andrew. Like, yeah, it's like my Irish act or my Jamaican accent turns Irish. Oh man! I don't know what you just <laughs> said. I don't know. A lot of buildup coming More out of the gates nothing. really strong. <laughs> but no, I'm doing great. Doxing, you know. Uh, I'm anti. I'm anti-dox. Okay. I actually, you know, they're useful when you need to get out to your boat. Um, <laughs> but other than that, you know. I see what you did there. They're not useful. I see what you did there, and I didn't hate it. I did not hate well, it. Well, you know. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we got to talk about this movie. I don't know little, why little, <laughs> little non-visual joke there. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Oh, so So what are we talking about tonight? (laughs) All right, so guys, we are going to be discussing Diamonds Are Forever. Now, I'm very interested to talk about this movie, Uh, but before we do that, why don't I give us a little overview about this? I'm going to go to my IMDb summary. Let's see. So... A diamond smuggling investigation leads James Bond to Las Vegas, where he uncovers an evil plot involving a rich business tycoon. All right. There we are. Good setup. Good setup, I say. Okay, well, why don't we try and figure out where everybody is on this? I think we all might be in different places, but, Corey, start with you. Funny that you started with me. This movie sucks. Did not (laughs) like it. handily my least favorite Sean Connery movie and bottom three total of all the bonds for me two thumbs down Wow, two dose thumbs okay (laughs) didn't like it Corey not a fan Blaine wow what about you I I did not have a strong reaction either direction for this movie can I just give it no thumbs? No. Uh, we've never once done that. <laughs> I know. I wanted to be a, a groundbreaker. Uh, I feel like if it case, doesn't give you a reaction, you know which way to go. Then I'm going to give it one thumb down. Oh, okay. All right. Well, fellas, I think we're in a different place because uh, 
I actually did not hate this movie at all and kind of liked it. So I'm giving it one thumb up. All right. Yeah. Like I, said, I, I think it just for me is dead in the middle, but I think core makes a good point. If it's not positive, then it's gotta be inherently negative. So mm. we'll just go with the one thumb down, but I know making we're it, get making it. it clear dead in the middle for me. Yeah. All right. Well, I know we're going to get into it, but can I ask this? Yeah. Did you like this or from Russia with love better? I liked this one better. Okay. And I don't remember. I think I gave from Russia with love. Two. I think you gave two. it two thumbs down. I, think I gave it two thumbs down. Yeah. I think we so, have a very similar mix up here than that we had last week. I think it might also may almost be exactly the same mix up as last week. Interesting. Okay. Well, we'll have to go let's through flush, and see. Flush it out. Let's God see. God knows I don't remember what I gave anything last week. So <laughs> let's jump into it. Okay. So diamonds are forever. So this is going to be our seventh Bond film in the franchise. Sean Connery returns to this movie after a break on uh, Her Majesty's Secret Service. Mm-hmm. So he is coming back for his sixth installment in the Bond series. Uh, this movie was released in 1971, and you can definitely feel that. And it was directed by Bond favorite Guy Hamilton. I, not my favorite. No, I would <laughs> of say Of the directors? No, not He mine. has a... Very, you know when you're watching a guy Hamilton movie. <laughs> yeah, you really do. All oh, too oh, well. This is, this is the same shit again. Mm-hmm. Yep, welcome back. But, you know, sometimes <laughs> they hit, sometimes they don't. Ah. What can you do? <laughs> His last one was uh, Man with a Golden Gun, and that feels like a good place for him not to come back. Uh, yeah, he could have just died after that one. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we still but have. Then, well, then we have Live and Let Die. I mean, then that him as well. Oh, oh, I mean, that's the last Bond film he ever directed. Sorry, I'm a Sarson. Yeah. No, it's fine. Chronologically. Yeah, chronologically. Sorry. Which we have made sure we are not. No. We are not. No. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, but just think if he died, you never got Remo Williams. There you go. <laughs> I did not know he did Remo William. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I didn't either until this week, and I looked it up. <laughs> a movie that really, really wanted to have like a whole series of movies spawn from it. They Isn't they it called like the first no, chapter or something like that? No. Even better, The Adventure Begins. The Adventure Begins. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They... They were like, no, guys, we're just getting started. <laughs> you Never haven't again. seen enough Remo yet. <laughs> we got a whole bag uh, of Remo coming. And Fred uh, Fred Ward just died, so he never got to experience his own Bond-type fame. Well, R.I.P., Fred. Yeah. 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 A movie where you would have never guessed Joel Gray's uh, Asian. So, <laughs> there we go. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Egregious. Yeah. Egregious. All right. So speaking of egregious things, let's jump into Diamonds Are Forever. So we begin, as we always do, with our gun barrel sequence. Connery, yet again, not going to fucking film one. Making it clear. Uh, So (laughs) 
we get this gentleman in the hat doing his normal uh, fall and shoot. Now, have we actually confirmed if that's not him? Because it could be him, and we're just wrong. I mean, it could. It certainly doesn't look like it. But it could, I suppose. Who's to, who's to say? Yeah. I don't know. Especially it's, since he looks like a totally different person from this movie since You Only Live Twice is the, is the one that precedes this, right? Yes. Yeah. Looks like a uh, completely like, different guy. He looks a good 20 years older. <laughs> I would say at least And his years nose older. is at least three times as big. <laughs> so and we don't know what he actually looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Sean Bonchonnery? Bonchonnery. <laughs> Bonchonnery. Uh, I told you it's not easy to say. Uh, but yeah, and the wig budget on this was really put it to the test. Uh, he's <laughs> not really for get- one character. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So jumping right into our opening sequence of the movie, uh, we have, uh, sorry, we see Bond coming in and he's knocking a few people around trying to get to Blofeld and what I would probably call the most ADR catastrophe. <laughs> in the Bond I, I called it a dub fest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah another thing sean connery didn't show up to was the first part of this movie <laughs> he may, obviously this is not him in these scenes well it's point of it's filmed from point of view yeah for the first couple of shots okay until they bring him oh. on to to <laughs> what dis- do you mean? you're acting like i'm not correct okay it's like a pair of arms beating ass. Well, it's not like a first-person shooter. It's like... I mean, it's over someone's shoulder. Yeah, it's like... Basically. Look, I, I'll agree with you guys. We're, we're less than a second into this movie, so it's great. <laughs> For the listeners, Andrew's face is not agreeing with us. <laughs> I, it may no, seem that way. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. This opening mm-hmm. starts in one of the coolest ways. I think... It came out so aggressive, and I loved it, and then it just completely shit the bed. Yeah. Well, in many ways, because... In many ways. Yeah. Uh, For one, Bond is searching for Blofeld. All right? He's beating up all these guys, uh, as Blaine likes to say, uh, point of view shot, and we finally... (laughs) I'm kidding. I shake my head slowly at you. It's all right. I it's raise fine. my fist in furious rage. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we go through uh, the worst dubbing I've ever seen in a motion picture. It's bad. And, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, bon- it finally leads Bond to someone by the name of Marie. Mm. And Connery does what he, I'm going to assume, loves to do and uh, abuse this uh, lady. He uh, yeah. snatches yeah. her bra off of her and strangles her with it. Yeah, it's uh, the most aggressive and egregious harassment of women that he's ever done. Yeah, and he leads I, the movie with it. Yeah, I mean, this is less than what a minute and a half in the movie, and choking. He, he's choking. choking. Not to mention he's uh, stripped this lady. Yeah, and is choking her. Really her poor right. tits fell out for everybody mm-hmm. to see. I, I wrote down in my notes, "Fuck, he's already choking a girl." Yeah, yeah. Connery's a very interesting soul. Uh, <laughs> He's, I, I, 
again, his uh, approach to these movies are a little much. I wonder if he's sitting in, like, the writer's room, like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I I, bomb would really choke this lady. Would make this scene real good if I fucking ripped her for prom. I've been reading the script, and I see that I don't get to hit a woman. (laughs) I don't get to. to. (laughs) That needs to be in the opening. (laughs) I, w- I want to be a minute in and <laughs> just choke this thing. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm I sure it has a lot to do with the writers as well as Guy Hamilton, um, who makes this happen. Uh, by all accounts, on the special features, everybody says Sean Connery's a very nice guy. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. I just, yeah. this is the least, ver- the least Bond thing he could have done. Because she oh, was 100%. like into it. He was walking up like he was... Gonna sex her down, and she would have been there for it. Is that okay? Not necessarily, but it's better than strangling her. Uh, yeah. The second you touch her, it was just wild. Why Oh yeah, it's it edges on disturbing, to be quite honest. Um, but yeah, that's this Con- that's Connery's Bond, which I don't agree with, and it's it takes me out of it, which I can't stand. But anyway, so after he uh, abuses this poor lady, he, uh, he finds out where Blofeld is. And we then get introduced to our new Blofeld, played by our friend Charles Gray. He was recycled as Henderson from You Only Live Twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the movie right before this one. <laughs> well, the, the the Connery movie right before this one. Yeah, the Connery right before this one. He was I, I just, it's it's nuts. Yeah, yeah, the, not the one we discussed, the... The movie that pre- that precedes this movie, yeah, they didn't even give a, a couple beats before they just said you're gonna be in the very next one, even though you definitely died in the last one. <laughs> we're just you know we're gonna pretend like you weren't in it. <laughs> you're gonna be the new Blofeld with hair, hair on you. with hair. It'll yeah, be fine. <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting, but anyway, uh, I actually like Charles Gray. Um, as an actor, at least. Yeah. We yeah. can talk about his Blofeld skills later on, but apparently Blofeld is playing to have plastic surgery. Uh, and for some reason, this surgery involves uh, mud. I'm not sure why. Yeah, I don't think he's having plastic surgery. I think he's... Oh, he's trying to create a, a replica of himself. Yeah, he's making doubles mm-hmm. through some sort of mud concoction. Mud, mud machine. Yeah. Mud machine. Mm-hmm. Are oh, are they like, what is that uh, DC villain the the big mud man? <laughs> he can <laughs> he can he can change he can change change you, his appearance. <laughs> you're talking about Clayface. Clayface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're making a bunch of clay faces. <laughs> that would actually have been an astounding movie if that was the case. <laughs> I would have loved to see that movie. Uh, yeah. Now, Corey, when you did plastic surgery, do you have any mud baths you needed to go through? Um, every hour on the hour. All right. Just making sure that's making sure we're medically accurate here. It's really hard to get it out of the cornhole. <laughs> All right. Corey's taking it blue this time. All right. <laughs> hey, when you don't love the movie, you gotta, you gotta find some joy somewhere. <laughs> gotta, gotta get in there. Okay. So I don't know about you guys, but the mud did make me a little nauseous because it does look like a septic tank. It looks yeah, disgusting. Yeah. It looks yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see what it was, by the way? Mm-mm. It was mud. No, no, no. I mean, what they made it with? Uh, mud. No. 
<laughs> dirt. It, it Water. was uh, <laughs> wet dirt. These were mashed potatoes, mm. which delicious might actually make me a little sicker just uh, thinking about it. Uh, did they just put Why brown they... food dye all in mashed potatoes? Yeah. Well, hold on. Yeah. Or did they gravify all the mashed? That's actually pretty good. You could eat that. You could just mm-hmm. open your mouth. It would have been so much easier to just make mud. <laughs> and cheaper. So, someone peeled a bajillion potatoes? I don't know. I don't uh, know. No way. That's boxed potatoes, my guy. 100%. You just <laughs> That's some Hungry potatoes. Jack, huh? Yeah, some Hungry Jack. A little just water. Get some dirt. Look, uh, you got to go talk to Guy Hamilton. He made the decision. But well. apparently, uh, again, we also want to bring up, this was a Ken Adam movie. Obviously, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and he he's doing some he's doing some work. I like what he's doing, but uh, he said that uh, in the special features they were made of mashed potatoes and they smelled terrible. So, like box, I like box mashed potatoes do. So, I, also, you know, here's a little behind the scenes. If those are real potatoes, they would have had to rice all of those potatoes to get them to look that smooth. No way. No <laughs> way. No way. We're not ricing these potatoes, baby. Shit's not happening. Get the box. Anyway, while all this is happening, <laughs> get the box. Did, I wonder when Hungry Jack came out. Oh, come on. Oh. Or some version of it. It's not the only one out there, right? I'm sure, yeah. That's the only one I know. Um, huh. I, like, I did, Hungry Jack, I know for pancakes, they also make potatoes. They, they, yeah, they make the flake mashed okay. potatoes. Yeah. Uh, they're terrible. Just to throw that out there. You don't uh, have anyway. to tell me. They're bad. <laughs> so at this point, Bond sneaks into this uh, facility where Blofeld is at. And he <laughs> immediately gets into a scuffle with someone that's in this mud. And after he, I guess, uh, drowns him in the mud, he yeah. realizes it's not Blofeld. And Blofeld and his men arrive, and Bond gets into a scuffle. Scuffle. Yes. So uh, we get some interesting things here. Number one, Bond has a mousetrap in his jacket pocket. <laughs> I, I didn't hate it. I, I said mousetrap cigarette case because I could not tell what it was. It was like a it was a finger trap. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I had uh, mouse it. Mousetrap's probably the best equivalent. I wanted it to be a gadget though. Like there'd be no reason for them to. So, no, it's a gadget. So it's like uh, a cigarette yeah. case that's a mousetrap. Yeah. Is that kind of yeah? Okay. Yeah, uh, it went into my gadget score, I can tell you. Yeah, of course. So, <laughs> Mine too. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, not a bad gadget. Because no matter what, somebody's going to check his pocket. True. You know what I mean? How does he get it out? Mm. Also, he can't like hug. <laughs> he can't get too close to anybody or else he gets a snap on his nips. Right? That's true. That's painful. I did love how perplexed Blaine and I were for three seconds. <laughs> you know, that's a great question. One that may never be answered. It's got like two radial knobs and needs to do the opposite direction. <laughs> and it, it just settles down. Uh, also, Bond has some uh, pretty impressive knife throwing skills as well. Uh, man, oh man. Those scalpels. <laughs> scalpels, yeah. <laughs> just the straightest throw. <laughs> just piece that guy up. <laughs> just killed him dead. <laughs> but the real fun part... Is that Blofeld, for some reason, tries to get involved in this fisticuff fight. And um, this is the worst altercation. <laughs> yeah, I've it's bad. Seen. Uh, they edited it like shit. Yeah. 
he smashes him with an overhead light. <laughs> it causes some kind of brain damage because uh, it knocks uh, Blofell out and he's bleeding. Yeah, even though he like smushes his back. Yeah. It's, it was it's, just awful. And then uh, takes the time to tie him down to a stretcher and yep. throw him in Head lava first. or the mud. The hot uh, Just the hot, yeah. hot mud. The yeah. hot potatoes. <laughs> and he basically tells him, Welcome to hell. Welcome to hell. What was that line? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I will, (laughs) since you brought it up, there are some interesting lines in this movie. (laughs) There are some absolutely. You know, there are some really stupid. Overall, I mean, the dialogue's fairly strong in this movie, but it's for this period of a Bond movie, but Mm -hmm. they do say some dumb shit. (laughs) It is pretty wild. Uh, so at this point, guys, uh, we hear a cat meow in the background or hiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know. um, Not a pussy cat. No, <laughs> it never has been. <laughs> it never will be. So we. Santora. So at that point, at that point, <laughs> we begin our main title and opening song. Yeah, Shirley Bassey coming in strong. Shirley Bassey coming back. Coming uh, Bassey. One, you're damn right, Corey. You're damn right. That's a t-shirt, right? <laughs> okay, so... Uh, big Shirley Mouth Billy Bassey. Bassey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one's dumb. Blaine. That's her brother. Blaine took his headphones off. He was about to walk out. Um, <laughs> he said, I don't want to do this anymore. But yeah, so we jump into the uh, opening titles and uh, Shirley Bassey coming back. Uh, one thing they did mention in the uh, special features for this movie was they wanted this movie to uh, go back to the Goldfinger feel. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know if they succeeded in that. Um, but I guess bringing back Shirley Bassey is one way to do it. Well, when they say bring back, I don't know what they did on on Her Majesty's Secret Service. So... I don't know how big of a departure that was to warrant such a correction. And I, I, I'm interested to see. I am too. I've never seen it. So, I you know, I watched it. the, the making of as well. And they were wanting, they had an American <laughs> cast yeah. to play bond. They wanted to Americanize the bond franchise. I guess that's a big reason why it was set in Las Vegas. Yeah. But I thought it was so strange that they were ready to kick the tires. They, they had the guy from Psycho cast right. yeah. as James Bond. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Uh, not Anthony Perkins. We don't. Oh <laughs> no, not he was okay. Not uh, not Anthony Perkins. I was like, no, no, no. I can't no. remember his name. Uh, he, he was like a handsome, dark haired gentleman. Uh, the guy at the beginning of the movie with Janet Lee. And that's the only time he's seen in the movie. And somehow okay. he's almost about to be James Bond. He was about okay. to. Uh, also, another person they had in mind, Adam West. Yes, but he was. Under yeah, contact. I did. I did know that. That is that one. Wow, what a what a movie that would have been. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I don't hate it. I don't hate that idea. I I think it would have been interesting. I just don't like the idea of an American Bond. No, no. Let me be clear. They keep trying to push this, and I don't think they should ever make him American. No, no. There are British agent. Yeah. Also, there are too many American spy movies that I would no longer be interested. Like, 
there has to be something different. We've already yeah, got we, Mission we Impossible. Got lies. We've got our own thing. Yeah, we got that. Uh, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Sean Connery came out. Um, we got Derek Flint. We got yep. Matt Helm. Matt Helm. <laughs> you know, I. You know, this is not we, since we didn't do it. We should talk about it on <laughs> air, should. but I do want to watch In Like Flint, but I can't imagine it's any better. No. Yeah. No. We'll see though. We'll yeah. Check it out. But yeah, anyway. the credits. We'll talk about so, yeah. them. Yeah. But good start. Yeah, good start. Good start. Uh, after our opening, we then cut to Bond and M meeting with Sir Donald about a snug, uh, diamond smuggling business. Did you call me? Yeah, oh, he's back. <laughs> I heard my name. <laughs> Very nasally, I like that. Every now and then, you really get the nasally part down. I've been a knighted. I was a knight. <laughs> I have a very shiny armor. It doesn't matter. One day we gotta I work did, on like I, the one where he's like in the back of his voice. I can't. I cannot do it. Where he's what like, what was that? Where he's like all the way in the back of his throat. Where he's like it mad. Like, uh, oh, just. And then they told me I, I can't. That one is very hard to do. I, we I, I can just do the the nasally one, but I'm not. I don't claim. <laughs> I don't. Claim. I don't claim. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I don't claim. So yeah, they're meeting with Sir Donald to talk about us. Diamond smuggling mission. Uh, and of course, in this scene, Bond has got to be his uppity ass about this fucking sherry. I, um, I've i never been more mad. <laughs> Corey, my next question was going to be, how'd you feel about this? <laughs> I would say, let's kick it over to our uppity yeah. ass drink guy. <laughs> See his thoughts. We got him on satellite. Corey, tell us about what Bond had to say. So... I don't know if everyone knows what a Solera is, but a Solera is not a type of sherry. It is a type of sherry making, also used in other alcohol procedures, wherein you use a ver- uh, an old barrel, and then you hook other barrels to the top of it, and then you add new products to those barrels, and it always all flow into this original barrel. So the idea is that you can have a barrel from 1851 and still be drinking trace elements of that sherry 100 years later. Because it's still mm-hmm. technically that barrel. Him saying that he can taste that it's an 1851, I about shit. Because <laughs> there is no fucking way. And there'd be no way on earth you would even know what you're drinking that it was a Solera or what vintage it was from. Because there's so many fucking vintages in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're out of your mind. And that made him not seem smart. It made him seem really dumb. Mm. Well, I'm glad you explained it to the audience because obviously Blaine and I already knew that. But, yeah, obviously. Yeah, but as soon as this scene happened, I said, I know one person who is going to have something to say about it. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, just real dickish. <laughs> that it's 1851. Sit the fuck down. Um, and I love that Sir Donald also not impressed with it. Yeah. He also says the vintage that it was based on. Again, that's not true. It's the, it's the barrel. It's got nothing to do with based on. <laughs> These motherfuckers. Fucking um, get your drinks right. <laughs> so we then jump into Sir Donald telling them what's going on. So we, just, we get a bunch of exposition here. So apparently there's a diamond smuggling operation going on in South Africa. 
where workers who I imagine are getting treated very well in apartheid South Africa, uh, they're basically taking diamonds, <laughs> uh, taking diamonds, hiding them in their mouth, and for reasons that are beyond me, need a dentist to remove them. Yeah, just spit them out. Yeah. It seems like we're going a lot of extra effort. Maybe they had like a fake tooth installed. That would have been interesting, but he literally is just holding it in his mouth. Well, the dentist literally sits them on a chair, like positions them, gets some forceps, and just pulls it from under their tongue for some reason. I don't know why, but I guess he needs to feel important too. It's fancy. Yeah. Yeah, so we get that montage, but I got to say, this Sir Donald M. Bond explanation of the diamond smuggling routine is basically a, a shot for shot of them explaining the gold smuggling routine in Goldfinger. I even think they were drinking I can't remember. But well, yeah. I think oh, it was the they, same they, exact they, thing. I don't know if they're drinking sherry. They might have been drinking cognac, but I, yeah, it's basically the same thing. That guy's name yeah. was like Sir Ronald. I don't know. Yeah, they stole straight from the movie they wanted to replicate. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> It's just okay. What's another precious metal or gem? Let's just go diamond. Or diamond. <laughs> well, you know who the villain was supposed to be. Goldfinger's <laughs> twin better. brother, yeah. Diamond Finger. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> it was going to be his twin brother. <laughs> they were going to bring back Gert Frome to mouth his lines because God knows he couldn't say them. Golly, <laughs> man. Oh, so yeah, it would have been interesting. But Hello, anyway. my name is Diamond Toe. <laughs> he had a little diamond on his baby toe. <laughs> that would have been incredible. Uh, anyway, so we are seeing this uh, dentist take the diamonds out, and then we meet gentlemen. Mm. Maybe two of the greatest henchmen in movie history. Uh, by the name of Mr. Wint. And Mr. Kid. I, I have nothing. Uh, I have nothing to say. <laughs> okay. Well, I think you were going to say the uh, sexual magnetism that drips off both of them are <laughs> astounding. It really starts to take hold. Let's say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Early gay couple. Yeah. yeah. I am here for this queer representation in this movie. They... I also love these fucking guys. I do too. <laughs> I did not. And I was really trying to go, they're, they're, they're satire, they're satirical, they're not, they're never going to be serious, you kind of have to like take that with a grain of salt. But they, uh-huh. they were dumb. They were dumb. There's something about them though, Corey. They're, I, all jokes aside, when they're in the scene, that's all I want to see. I don't even want to see Bond. I want to see what these two guys are doing. They're just, they got a, like a creepy element. They're like, these yeah. guys cannot be trusted. <laughs> Not at all. They're strange. They look wild. <laughs> they look wild. <laughs> Mr. Kid has four bangs. And, <laughs> four. <laughs> and they are at least 12 inches long. I always want to call that like a little stay puffed on top of his head. A little stay puffed on his head. <laughs> it's it, I just love these guys I, I had a great time with them I got, I, I'm a fan Yeah Didn't think I was gonna be When I saw them 
But yeah. wow, they just kept on delivering. And to give this movie credit where it probably doesn't deserve it, uh, didn't gay panic at all. I, th- I thought that was good that they didn't try that in this movie. Where they're gay characters and people are freaked out about it. Or creeped out by it. Yeah, they they're yeah. just creeped out. Because they're, uh, yeah, they're only doing no. Taylor guy. <laughs> no. They're only doing like nods to the fact that they're, you know, lovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is how you yeah. should how you should do it in that time period because otherwise it's not well received, unfortunately. Uh, well, in that time it was greatly received when you did any of that, but uh, yeah, different time period and for the time period it's better than one would think. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, so there's that. So essentially, uh, these two, Mr. Kid and Mr. Went, are meeting with this dentist uh, to retrieve these diamonds. So at this point, the dentist arrives, and Mr. Went and Mr. Kid uh, kill him uh, via scorpion. Which, interesting way to do it. After Mr. Kid uses the old, ouch, ouch, (laughs) my wisdom teeth hurt (laughs) trick. Yeah. And so let me stop my diamond deal and look in your fucking mouth, guy. In the desert. <laughs> in the desert yeah. at night. What's Dennis, he going to determine? Just, just go about your business. Yeah. Uh, I did like... <laughs> I'm off duty. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> We're doing a diamond deal. Yeah. Look, I just play a dentist. I don't, I don't know give what a I'm doing. fuck about your dirt mouth. Stranger? Yeah. Stranger. (laughs) (laughs) And with this dentist, we get introduced to a string of middlemen in this movie that are... There's so many characters in this movie. The whole, like, diamond changing hands bullshit, I I was so sick of it halfway through. everybody who touches the diamonds have to die. (laughs) Get killed by... Mr. Kid and Mr. Webb. Yep. What was the point? So many steps. Just Mm -hmm. shorten it. Just shorten the steps. You definitely could have. Uh, Yeah, there's no reason that this dentist couldn't have just taken these diamonds to Las Vegas. I mean, let's be honest. Where's this lady at the African school coming to play? (laughs) Why does she have to be part of it? And why did they take her to... Sorry, continue on. No, no. This is all... uh, in the same atmosphere as wherever. Yeah, they kind of like the next scene. Yeah. Sequential scenes. Mm-hmm. They go to that school in Africa. They meet Miss Windsor, uh, Miss Winston, uh, Miss Winston. I have I it written down. Whistler, Miss Whistler, who's like a teaching at a African school teaching English. She takes the diamonds, puts them in a book. Kid and Wint say they're going to Amsterdam. Yeah, and then the next scene is. Okay, well, yeah, James going to Amsterdam, mm-hmm. but then Kid and Whist uh, and Wit killed Miss Whistler. Threw her they took the... her to Amsterdam and murdered her. Yeah, here's my biggest problem: they're going to all these places. Why the fuck are they doing all this? Just <laughs> give the them diamonds. the diamonds. They're going to all those places. They're yeah. obviously henchmen, so it doesn't matter if they're seen or what their records are. What the fuck is going on? You didn't check records in 1971. You could get on a plane with a machine Just, gun. And no it's it's nuts. They are in every <laughs> single destination that all these weird go-betweens are. Not only are. are they... They are actually on the fucking airplane with the Bond every, and the Diamonds. Every location. Again, 
there is a straight line from the first time we see these diamonds to Las Vegas. <laughs> there is no need to make all these steps. Uh, I don't get it, but please continue. No. Uh, so we basically, uh, Sir Donald finishes up this whole situation. If they make it apparent, Sir Donald makes it apparent it's a threat to the business as well as England that these smugglers not be able to do this. So Bond goes on his mission. They have set it up to where they are going to arrest uh, a contact by the name of uh, Mr. Frank. Sir. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Peter Frank. <laughs> So, so uh, Peter Franks, they take him into custody. Bond basically takes over his identity. And something that did make me happy is we get to see... Money Penny. Yeah, she gets to do some work in this movie. Some field work. Field work. You know Good what? for her. I yeah. liked her in that uniform. Even though it is heartbreaking how much she likes this terrible human being, James yeah. Bond. Yeah. Oh, this time Bond is not flirting with her. In fact, he's... Racing to get away from her. Uh, yeah. It's almost as if he's like, ooh, you got old. Oh, yeah. got to move on. <laughs> she looked better than him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. By this time, Sean Connery probably drank a whole bottle a day and uh, smoked uh, 10 packs of cigarettes. So that'll, that'll do a number on you. Yeah. A number on you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love that Money Penny got involved, even though her role was maybe three seconds out of the movie. <laughs> And then Bond takes this uh, astounding hovercraft <laughs> that was pretty wild. Gratuitous hovercraft. They, they even really had signs for the hovercraft. They yeah. zoomed in on it. They said, look at this. It's going to be. Can you believe hobby. he's going to be in this thing? Golly. I'm not. Look, I'm just going to throw it out there. I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> I mean. It's a mode of transportation. Yeah. It was a ferry. <laughs> it was yeah. a ferry. It wasn't, it's like a ferry. A, it wasn't a gadget. He got no. on a, a commuter yeah. ferry with a thousand other people. It's not the worst idea. It really wasn't the worst idea. I mean, that's a good way to travel. That, yeah. I, I suppose. Let me explain. <laughs> I don't know much about how So <laughs> it could have been terrible. Uh, but that was a real thing that transported people in the English Channel, apparently. It only lasted about 20 years, and then I think it got uh, demolished. I don't know. I don't, I don't even understand. Is it like a giant fan boat? What's its deal? <laughs> it's almost that, Corey. It really is. What's its deal? <laughs> hey, what's your deal? What's your deal? Uh, so once Bond arrives in Amsterdam, like we said, uh, we see that Miss Whistler, uh, who I wrote down was a nun at that school. Who knows? Anyway, she's found dead in the water. And it's very obvious that Kitten went uh, uh, where the people that killed her. Yeah, they're standing there watching her body get dredged out of the canal. Yeah. They are never some... very far from where from nope. like where they discover these bodies. Too. Like, they they're could be right waving. They're on the scene of the crime. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention, we get a very nice uh, tour guide introduction to Amsterdam here. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big uh, intro to Amsterdam. Cool boat, uh, so cool that, boat that they were in too. That that tour guide boat. It didn't mind it. That thing was swanking. Still think the hovercraft. No cool. hovercraft. It's no hovercraft, and it's absolutely no credit card key. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a great gadget. <laughs> it's a credit card you key. You guys were sleeping on it. You guys are sleeping on it. It's a great gadget. 
so at this point, Bond has arrived in Amsterdam, and we meet our first Bond girl by the name of Tiffany Case. And I'm going to say home run on the name on this. I like that name. You like her? I like the name, huh? I do. So James is pretending to be Franks here. Yeah. So he's pulling the wool over her head. He's supposed to be her contact, Peter Franks. Uh, she uh, changes her wig uh, during this twice in this scene, and Bond has a very interesting line. Um, I don't know if... Which I guess you're going to save it. Okay, yeah, okay. I figured I'd save that one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it might come back. Uh, so, yeah, Tiffany Case played by... Uh, Jill St. John. Jill St. John. Thank you. Uh, Jill St. John. Sinjin. Sinjin. Jill Sinjin. Um, so, yeah, we meet Tiffany Case, who got her name because she was born in a Tiffany's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bond says some other rich asshole store that I can't remember. And <laughs> nobody else? I'm no, I don't remember. Didn't, I don't either. I don't not, remember the name of it. Definitely not important. <laughs> I can assume it does not exist anymore. Yeah, I think it's lost to time. Anyway, so she gets Bond's fingerprint off of a glass and uses a giant machine. <laughs> she has the <laughs> biggest fingerprint scanner in history in her closet. And was I the only one who thought she was going to just insert the picture and it was going to say match or something. She I didn't know she to was going to have to do this. <laughs> she was a, a expert fingerprint uh, reviewer. It's a lot of loops and whirls. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it did make me laugh. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> so you've got to do this yourself. Interesting. Well, nonetheless, uh, she, and, she now believes that Bond is actually Peter Frank's. Uh, Bond realizes that she got his fingerprints off the glass and they make a plan for transporting these diamonds. We then cut to Bond talking on the phone with our first Q appearance in the movie. Desmond Llewellyn, he maintains this exact same look for the next 20 years. I yeah. think. Yeah. He, yeah, I think it's about there. Yep. Once you get into the 1990s, he looks like he's uh, 190. So he, he maintains... And they have a very nice conversation. For once. For, for once. once. For once. Now, yeah. forgot to mention that uh, that she sits down to have a drink, and of course it's vermouth. Of course she's 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 a vermouth drunk. <laughs> Is she a vermouth drunk for it? <laughs> so you can tell a lot by a person by if she just drinks straight vermouth. You reminded me, because I was gonna, no joke, gonna ask you if that was Campari, but it's vermouth. Okay. I saw the martini on the on the side of the bottle. That's that is sweet vermouth. Ugh. By the way, sweet vermouth is everything but sweet. I don't like it whatsoever. Anyway. I don't know why I felt the need for all you to know that, I but... Mean, it's good to <laughs> it's know. A little, it's a little sweet. <laughs> it's a little... <laughs> Just uh, don't guess. I'll me. return your present. Yeah, mm. <laughs> got you a giant <laughs> bottle of Martini and Rossi. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we get our first Q scene, and we realize that Q has given us our second gadget of this movie: fake fingerprints that mm. Bond used. Quality, mm. quality stuff. They knew, they knew she was thorough. Uh, but at this point, Q. 
maybe buried the lead on this, and he tells Bond that Peter Franks escapes at the last moment, and Bond rushes to Tiffany Case's apartment. Mm -hmm. uh, also, Ugh. before we get there, did you, oh no, the fake makeout, <laughs> and the that? thing that happens right after. <laughs> oh, mm. we'll get there. So I just want to point out that in the background is the only time we see an Aston Martin. Did you guys see that? Uh-uh. No. Oh, they were loading an Aston Martin up with uh, missiles. But... Oh, at Key Branch? At Key Branch, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Only time we really get the Aston Martin in this. At that point, we get to James Bond, who uh, fools Peter Franks by pretending he's making out with someone. Yep. It, and you know what, Corey? It works every time. We're classic. Yeah. Why is Bond doing it, though? Spycraft 101. Yeah. They teach that's, you that. Yeah, that's something that one of the six Bonds would do from Casino Royale, but I don't know. It seemed like the most silly thing. The Two of the silliest things of this movie happened right up, right next to each other. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm eager to know. It's got to be the accent, right? No. Oh, wow. Hmm. It's when okay. it's when he goes to take down the real Franks and flubs his arm into the into the window of the oh, elevator glass. like a fucking three stooges. Funny enough, you mentioned that. That was all real that space was so small. They kept doing that and they kept that in. Sorry, do another take, because that was so <laughs> dumb. Why he, I it was makes not him expecting He makes him it makes him look so inept. Of all the things that are about to happen next, I didn't think that's where you were going with that. No. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> uh, so as Corey said, uh, Bond gets into the hotel or the apartment complex with Franks. They get into a giant fight in the elevator. Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of which they get off, Bond <laughs> sprays Franks with uh, the fire extinguisher yeah. and then throws him to his death. Dead. But not before he switches out wallets with Frank. Mm, mm. Very, very tricky. So when Tiffany Case uh, finds the wallet on the dead body, she opens it up and the most James Bond fucking thing uh, ever. Of course. He has a Playboy <laughs> Club card. He's a member of the Playboy Club. <laughs> it's just and like, again. it's all like, it's like the black card in Batman and Robin. Oh, the bat card? It's like the same. Sh yeah. It's like the same sticky joke. I don't know. Corey, it seems like you have an opinion about this movie. <laughs> Angry, <laughs> but again, James Bond being the most unsecret secret agent that ever existed. Tiffany Case knows immediately who this man this is. This is James Bond. You don't kill James Bond. <laughs> you know what his favorite drink is. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, knows immediately who James Bond is. And they devise a plan to get the diamonds to uh, Las Vegas. They're going to use the dead body and mm -hmm. uh, use it to hold the diamonds till they get there. Yep, stuff Frank. Mm -hmm. So we arrive on this plane as they're heading over to Las Vegas. And once again, we get our friends, Mr. Kid and Mr. Went, who are following both of them. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Went... Uh, gets a little. He becomes a little, a little jealous bitch in this, doesn't he? A little he does. big he old like jealous it. bitch. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like it at all. 
uh, Mr. Kid makes the comment that uh, Miss Case is quite attractive. Dot, dot, dot. For a lady. For a lady. Yeah. At which Mr. Went stares daggers through. That does not not calm him down. No. No. How do you not like these guys, Glenn? No. Mr. Went gives me really, uh, like, Ramsey Bolton vibes. Oh. Okay. Ramsey, but but the guy playing Ramsey Bolton is an astounding actor. This guy this is, is the just... Bond movie. It's the Bond. It's the Bond Bolton. The yeah. Bond equivalent. The Bond Bolton. The gay Bond Bolton. Yeah, the, gay, <laughs> the gay Bond Bolton. That's where we're at. And it's <laughs> tremendous. Uh, did you see who they wanted to play, Mister Wint? It was some another famous musician. Yeah, right? Paul Williams. They wanted Paul Williams to be Mister Wint. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, don't hate that. I don't hate it at all. It would have been just, just as sim- it would have been similar. Yeah. I still, I still like both these guys. They're doing, I got no problems with it's them. It's just so unlike anything we've seen before. Yeah. And they're, they're doing it without a tip of the hat. It's just very. I think there's they a, know- I think it's tip of that. I think there's a lot of tips of that. Okay. They may, uh, when they're like, mm-hmm, what do you think of that, Mr. Kid? That's all like, that's all big, like, mm-hmm, yes, sir. Thank you very much. I think that's just their foreplay. I do too. <laughs> I think that's how they get each other off. Yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong there. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, so they arrive in Las Vegas and. Bond immediately goes to a hangar where they're searching the body, and we get to meet our old friend Felix Leiter, mm-hmm. another actor playing Felix this time. Yeah. Did either of you recognize that actor? I did, but you should tell the audience. <laughs> <laughs> he is one of the agents from blockbuster film Bloodsport alongside Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> oh. That was Forrest Whitaker's partner? Yes. The guy was like, oh. don't make us shoot you with 20,000 volts. Is that really him? That's really him. God, he seemed like he was he 52 like, in this. He looked younger in Bloodsport. Oh, he had like white hair. He was definitely, he was definitely older. Oh, wow. It's been a while since I watched Bloodsport. But and also, this I, is the most Felix Leiter ever. A lot of Felix. He is laced through this movie. Not great. I will say, not the most we will see in our upcoming movies. (laughs) Okay, okay. He gets a real big swing in uh, uh, another movie that I won't spoil. Anyway, so Bond meets with uh, the drivers. I'm going to put that in quotes. Uh, Oh, sorry. So Felix searches the body. Uh, He's pretending to be a, a... did you get the Sherlock Holmes reference? Yeah. Well, uh, he says elementary. Yeah, I did, but you should tell the audience. He said he stuffed the diamonds down Peter Frank's elementary canal, which is right your mouth hole to your butthole. Mm. So they just filled his his mouth with the diamonds. They stuffed them down his throat. Here's my question. And made the joke. Alimentary. Mm. Yeah, alimentary. Asked, asked him where the diamonds were. So did Felix pull the real diamonds out of his ass? 
I don't know if they went that far. I don't know which in they stuffed them. Mm. I would think they probably went down the mouth. I was going to say, because Felix does get the real ones and replaces them with fake. Yeah, probably came out the mouth. But maybe he was like, you know, I'll go this way. If he, had, if, if he had that that amount of time to do that, that guy's got some hands. <laughs> Look. And a lot of experience. Felix is good. Felix is good what he does. <laughs> what? Felix is good what he does. He's good what he does. He's just great. He's great. All right. So then Bond meets with the quote-unquote drivers for a funeral company by the name of Slumber and Yes. Great. Try that part. I was like, good lord. Uh, yeah, very interesting. They uh, take Bond to uh, the funeral parlor uh, owned by a one Morton Slumber. Mr. Slumber. Yeah. He's Did a real... you notice who one of these hearse henchmen was? God, the guy looked familiar, but I didn't even look him up. It was Sid Haig. The clown guy from the House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh. From those movies. It is that guy. I'm in fucking shock. I did not know that. The one who says, I had a brother. That's it. Okay. It is that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Those three inexplicable dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Who are they even working for? I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I don't know if I could pinpoint who anyone was working for in this movie. (laughs) I I don't know if that's even possible. But, and here we go, the most runaround that's so hard to connect any dots about what's happening. They arrive at the Morton Funeral Home. Just get out of the way. Get at him. Love the way he designed it. It's a great looking funeral. Anyway, so they burn the body. For some reason, Mr. Slumber... And James, who's pretending to be Mr. Franks, are going through this weird back and forth where they're not acknowledging what's really going on mm-hmm. until uh, Bond gets the urn full of the diamonds, which I guess they burned out of his body, and then goes outside to a mausoleum, places the urn there, mm-hmm. and takes money. All right, so that's the sequence of events. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, I feel like there was a straight B line to "Thanks for the body, here's your money, goodbye." I don't get why we went through this whole thing. I don't know what the fuck was going on. No, no. Who's paying the money? I, Again, not a clue. Who knows? Not a clue. I what? And also, also Bond's trying to get the diamonds. In his mind, he fucking had them. What was why did why did he have to play the game at that point? Tracking the lead, I don't. <laughs> and also, I've never done an incineration. Does it take twelve seconds? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, they. I think they pulled him out. They probably pulled him out of the mouth. I don't think they burned him up with the diamonds. No, Felix replaced fake ones in the body. Yeah, like he yeah. probably put them back in the mouth and maybe they knew they were in the mouth and pulled them out and then burned the body. And then just had him ready to go in that urn. Uh, that's very possible. I couldn't even begin to tell you what happened. So <laughs> these all sound like good good as any. All right? <laughs> so I think work. the burning was largely ceremonial. I don't think the diamonds were ceremonial. in the body at that point. 
So don't know if Slumber's in on it. Don't know if the Hearst guys are they with Slumber. I don't know. Yeah, this is where it's just kind of like is a, Slumber a wild goose chase. What the hell's going on? Are they yeah, working for Lucy? Uh, Lucy, um, what are, what's her fucking name? <laughs> Tiffany. Are they working for Tiffany? Because later on, they they and seem to be working for, working for her. I don't know because she's not working for the quote unquote uh, Willard Miss White. Willard White. She's not working for him. She's not working for Blofeld. She's not CIA. Is she nope. just like a cat burglar? Just just someone who's trying to steal. Who, who's she employed by? <laughs> yeah. Who's giving her these orders? Someone I is telling her, Miss Whistler is going to bring you diamonds. You are to transform to Vegas. They're going to go to this guy, Mr. Slumber. Who told you to do that? <laughs> who? <laughs> I don't like the mystery that's going on here. And then uh, we're uh, keep going because we're introduced to like 17 more people. Yeah, let, let's forget. <laughs> we have more people to meet in this movie. Uh, so Mr. Kid and Mr. Wint are there yet again. Next question. Did they work for Blofeld? I, I they work have for to assume okay. they do. Yeah. Because they have access to the base. Then I, I'm going to go back to my original. Why didn't they get the diamonds from the dentist <laughs> and fly straight to Las Vegas? <laughs> Doesn't because make they're sick. That's why sense. they're so brilliant. <laughs> They're so fucking is chaos. this their plan? It, was this their plan the whole time? The whole yes. goose chase was went and kids, yeah, or I thought they were just henchmen trying to make sure it worked. The sad part is, these questions aren't answered, and no one makes an effort to <laughs> to answer them because they they had them in their possession. Yeah, I numerous think, times. I, I think they're just like Joker. They just want to see the world burn. I agree oh, with that. I, love I mean. That. You know what? I might like them better. If that was the case. <laughs> I know they're just. Let's just make them jump through all these hoops. Mm-hmm. The diamonds will still get there. We'll still do. And our all job. along the way, we're gonna kill everybody. <laughs> we that get did to it. kill a bunch of people and fuck like bunnies. Yes, the whole way there. So at that so point, s- oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was nothing. That was another inside. Yeah, joke. I, I even wrote down in my notes at this port. Uh, port. This part. Port. I said. <laughs> I said, why is the story so complicated? <laughs> I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, so at this point, they throw Bond into a coffin, and they are going to cremate him while yeah. he's knocked out. Yeah. Uh, and then I might be going out on a limb here. Huh? Acorns. <laughs> but... When this this gentleman saves Bond's life and opens the casket, and he is he delivers maybe one of the greatest lines in movie history. I don't know greatest it, introduction to a person. I've... When he came up, and I'm not going to say the line because I'm going to shock you. It's my favorite in this movie. So, okay, yeah, <laughs> but that made me laugh out loud to the point where I rewound it and watched it. Again. I I did the same. Okay. Just making sure. But when, then I immediately asked, who the fuck is this? Yeah, who is this Joker? Uh so we're introduced to our new character by the name of Shady Tree. Shady <laughs> Tree. That's right. And another right. guy. Oh no, that's just Mr. Uh, Slumber. Oh that's Slumber. Yeah. Uh, he's forgettable because this is the last time you see him. So you know Whatever. Anyway, we meet Shady Tree, 
who cusses Bond out for giving him fake diamonds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and at that point, uh, we find out that the original diamonds uh, that Bond had given them are fake, and Felix actually has the real ones. Yep. So, while this is going on, Bond is now in a hotel in Vegas, and he sees that Shady Tree is a stand-up comedian at the hotel, and he goes down to watch Shady Tree and his acorns, mm-hmm. which are just two gorgeous women that stand next to him. <laughs> stand there. Uh, and I know I told Blaine this, but Corey, this is Dean Martin's uncle. Whoa. Yeah. Wowzer. <laughs> so, just fun for fact. Thought. Yep. You think he was jealous? Of Dean Martin? No, well, yes. I'm sure he was jealous of him. <laughs> he was jealous yeah. of Dean Martin. I, I 100% percent he was jealous I guarantee he's jealous of Dean Martin. But you think Dean was jealous that he didn't get to be in a James Bond movie? No, because he was Matt Helm. That, that's what I was going to say. I wonder if this is all one big ruse to be like. And you know who's behind it? We don't know. Kid and Went. Oh, Kid and Went. <laughs> it would make sense. So after so Shady ends his routine and goes down into his dressing room. Yep. <laughs> and he's talking to Kid and Went. Mm-hmm. And he says, I've been doing the same routine for forty years. Which means <laughs> this is nineteen seventy one. Yeah. He was a Great Depression comedian. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of... He was... Well, could you imagine the material? He says, I haven't changed my act in 40 years. It's the same you know who's terrible? That Hitler fella. <laughs> all right. What's up with all this dust? <laughs> hey. Hey, you got a bowl of it. Look at this. I was walking through some Hoovervilles this morning. Oh. <laughs> this lady had dirt all over her face. It's like, bitch... Wash your face. He's still got a very. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I think our comedy routine might have been a little better than what he did. Yeah, his was, his was dog shit. <laughs> Maybe you should have revised. It absolutely seemed like he'd been doing it for 40 years. And uh, by the way, not putting a slight bit of effort into it uh, whatsoever. You've been a lousy audience. You've been a lousy audience. Bye. <laughs> so then gets he gets killed by uh, Winton Kid. Yep. Mm-hmm. But that sure doesn't fucking stop Bond for one second. Because <laughs> as soon as Bond finds his dead body, he's like, well, I'm going to play, play some craps now, I guess. <laughs> uh, again, I, I know we've kind of danced around it, but Went and Mr. Kid have some great back and forth for each other. But I really loved when Mr. Kid, after he said the diamonds were fake, uh, Mr. Kid goes, that's most of <laughs> because he was like, please tell me you haven't killed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we don't really take much time after they pass it along before we murder them. Especially Shady Tree, who's 98, I'm <laughs> guessing. He screamed in his ear yeah. until he died. <laughs> they killed him dead. Uh, so yeah, Bond It's like, oh, oh well. <laughs> Gonna go play some craps. Uh, and here we meet our second James Bond girl. A young lady by the name of Plenty O'Toole. Plenty O'Toole. Played by the luxurious... I guess that's the word for her. Anyway, played by Lana Wood. Voluptuous. Voluptuous. Yeah, voluptuous is accurate. She does have some... She has Plenty O'Toole's on She is stacked. Uh, Gorgeous lady. Uh, She's the sister of famous actress... Natalie uh, Wood. Natalie Wood. 
who uh, may or may not have been murdered by Robert Wagner and Christopher Walken. We, we don't know. So, little fun fact. And Blaine, you alerted me to a fun fact about yes Robert Wagner in this as what well. What a small world. So, Robert Wagner, who was married to Natalie Wood, mm-hmm. after Natalie Wood passed, married Jill St. John, who is Tiffany Case in this movie. Wow. That's, uh, that's interesting. Right? It's, it is interesting. Uh, when Blaine told me that, he asked me, he said, do you know who he married uh, after she died? And for a split second, I thought he was going to say Lana Wood. And I was like, this story's taking on a whole new level if that was the case. <laughs> he I definitely murdered her then. Yeah. 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 How did they not look into that? <laughs> yeah. I just cracked the case. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, sister murdered, possibly by two very famous men. Uh, so after Bond wins $50,000 at craps, which in 1971 is what, $10 million? I don't, I don't, know, what the, I don't know what that turns out to, but Bond wins $50,000 at craps and just drops uh, five grand to Plenty O'Toole. Uh, Bond loves a tip. We know this. He, in wanted, Casino Royale, yeah. he gave that man $100,000. So. He's about to give Plenty the tip. Oh. I uh, was... Is there a reason that she's Peter O'Toole reference? Like, she was like named after your father, perhaps. Like, what? Why is why why is that supposed to be a thing? Is that supposed to be funny? Or is it supposed to be a joke? Was Peter yeah, O'Toole? A, no, plenty. Like, because he had a lot of sex. Is that what it like is? Like, he had a big dick. Did he? Is that a thing that Peter O'Toole is known for? Why are you talking about Peter O'Toole? This wasn't a Peter O'Toole joke. It's a joke about so Her, she. It's okay. about our tits. <laughs> but why are we calling them tools? Tools. There's sex tools. Uh, why, is, why is it not landing for you? <laughs> it's not good. I don't. I, I assumed it was like a weird Peter O'Toole reference. It needs to be clear. Reference. If it was plenty of tits, we'd have been great. Yeah. <laughs> plenty O'Toole. That I, would make I, that would make me imply that maybe she likes a lot of dick. It could be. That's I, possible. I just thought, oh, they're showing her big titties. This means she's got big titties. I wish we did have a camera at times because I was like, why does he keep mentioning Peter <laughs> I know, me and you looked at each other. Well, because like, he literally says, named after your father, and I was assumed that that's a reference to the most famous O'Toole. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Listen. Uh, I guess they don't make it clear, but uh, it's better than nothing. I, the second so part ridiculous. I loved was how how angry you were about the joke, the joke you thought it was. That was that was great. What's this what? fucking joke about Peter O'Toole? <laughs> what I don't understand. A contemporary actor? Why would they do that? Does he have a big dick? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I I and I won't get it. it hey, listen, it's okay. Oh, um, so. <laughs> We go back to the hotel room. Uh, Bond and Pliny are about to, uh, I don't know if there's a good word for it, uh, fuck? Yes. And Mush genitals. Yes. <laughs> Mash their Pliny tools together. Mm. And then at that point, uh, they get interrupted by the drivers and fucking Sid Haig, apparently. Yeah. Um, the Hearst team. Yeah, the Hearst team, who grab Pliny O'Toole and throw her out a window. <laughs> 
Was I the only one who thought they were throwing her to her death? Well, they, <laughs> the guy they thought says, they were. Yeah. I didn't know there was a pool down there. I didn't know there was a pool down there. I, when it showed her falling, I was like, oh, God, is this how she dies? <laughs> what a turn. <laughs> oh, that, I, I forgot to mention something earlier. Blaine, you watched the special features, and they made it a big deal to talk about the scorpion scene between Wint and Mr. Kidd. Uh, the deleted scene they didn't use was Wint puts the scorpion in the dentist's mouth and closes his mouth shut. And they said, oh, we can't use that. It's too disturbing. Well, I Jesus. would argue. Well, I would argue there are maybe 10 more disturbing things than that in this movie they kept in. So, uh, and that comes along later when we see Plenty O'Toole again. Mm. Uh, but anyway, so at that point... Plenty of tool is thrown out the window, and we come to determine that uh, this has all been a ruse to get Bond alone with Miss Tiffany Case, who, again, we're not sure who she's working for, but she utilizes the hearse drivers to get Plenty out. She's in, and she and Bond, uh, fuck. So, yeah, after that, we basically determined this is all just a big ruse for her to figure out where the real diamonds are. Because uh, she believes Bond has them. And still believes Bond is Peter Franks. Uh, found it very interesting that uh, the after sex look that they're going for where Bond has the ashtray on his chest. That's interesting. Mm. It's very of a weird time in history, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think they really wanted her to like ash her cigarette on his chest in any way they could. I'm not going to lie to you. That's all I'd be worried about is fucking get a hot ash on my bare skin. Yikes. And with all that fucking kindling uh, Sean Connery had, he'd be up in a flame. Oh, boy. Yeah. I know we talked about uh, Peter Sellers being a bit hairy. Connery's up there, too. He's, He's always, yeah. yeah. That's that's his thing. Mm-hmm. Him and Raj, they just, there's all about the hairy dudes. I don't, does Raj, is Raj have hairy? hair on his body? Wait. I'm thinking, <laughs> I forgot that I forgot that I was remembering the the guy who plays his Russian counterpart, Triple X's like boyfriend. Oh, that I thought that was Roger Moore in the very beginning, and I now that's all I think about. That yeah, hairiest that's dude. All think about. That's all I think about. I think of yeah, Roger Moore. Right. I think about the guy who's not him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think Raj has a single hair, except on the top of his head. Uh, I guess, which is more than what he's got—a lower back landing strip. Oh, he's one of those. That's a look. (laughs) That is a look. Just right there at the lower back. (laughs) It's the only place to go. We know where Andrew's going tomorrow. Get that. (laughs) To get it or to get mine uh, (laughs) trimmed up. Both. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm looking for this, and I want it. Yeah. Uh, I do a podcast. Uh, my friend said that you can get a landing strip on your tramp stamp. I would like that, please. <laughs> my friend said, I'm the one who said it. <laughs> and by friend, I mean, I thought about it. And, and by, by podcast, I mean, I do it by myself. <laughs> I thought about it. I... <laughs> I mean, I'm in a dark room talking only to myself. Can you do that? <laughs> can you, please? Uh, sir, this is a Wendy's. Um... <laughs> All right, then I'll take a chili. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cut to Andrew's. Fuck. Damn it. Not oh, again. Did it, oh. did it again. Why do we always drive to Whitney's? 
Oh, fuck. Uh, so where the hell... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Shrey on the chest. So, uh, at this point, Bond and her, I guess, make a plan that they're going to uh, intercept the real diamonds, at which Bond and Felix have made a plan to... Uh, for her to intercept these diamonds? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I just know the entire fucking CIA is in the Circus Circus Casino for this scene. After Tiffany. Yeah. It sounded like Felix Felix wanted to like nail Tiffany for this crime. For the crime. Yeah. So we get introduced to 1971's Circus Circus Hotel and Casino, which looks like a fucking nightmare. Wild place. Yeah. You know you know the best part about these Bond movies? Anytime there's a circus. Oh, so I, good. When they said circus, I, I jumped for joy. Can we get one more fucking circus in these movies? God damn. They had a time. Stop um, almost... putting circuses in these fucking movies. <laughs> well, at least this one was an actual casino. Like a real casino. Valid, yeah. but they were still on a circus shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Corey, I've never seen you come in hard about any one of these movies the way you have tonight. <laughs> And we watch Casino Royale. Oh, <laughs> well, this one. I still like this. I still like this one more than that one. Trust me, but that okay. <laughs> well, so we get introduced to the Circus Circus Hotel. A lot of fun things happen. Um, basically, Tiffany uh, gets a message to go to the water balloons. She goes over there, and um, and no one can really uh, confirm this with me, but. Tiffany is playing the water balloons next to a child, which can only be described as young Blaine. Um, so once I said we... inspiration for Finn Wolfhard. Huh. Okay. Well, I guess we all have different thoughts. He's even snarky like him. That fucking snarky. Dude. That fucking long hair. <laughs> Bin dog. That's a great one. Uh, so, yeah, we see young Blaine at the balloons. Uh, <laughs> that one was a slow burn for me. <laughs> <sighs> Moving on. And so, with that, I love these dogs. And so, we then get introduced to uh, a part of this casino, which is weird in itself. But I'm going to go... I'll say that my note, I put this. Jesus fucking Christ. This transformation to the gorilla may be the most racist thing I've ever seen in Bond movie. <laughs> it is <laughs> unfortunate. I know we haven't watched uh, Live and Let Die yet. Yeah, that's coming. But holy shit. <laughs> it's right up there with uh, You Only Live Twice. Uh, yeah, it's real up there. Um, I this was, though, just blatantly racist. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They're... They transform a beautiful black woman into a gorilla. Yeah, yeah. For no reason. No. no. Doesn't no move the plot even a little bit. Well, it scares people out of a room so Tiffany can be escorted out. We could have just had a gunshot. Or, how about this, guys? Uh, just a person in a gorilla outfit. I don't think we needed to have this transformation. Also, none of this mattered anyway. No. Didn't. No. no, it didn't. Um, 
Oh, the note I put down here was uh, so one one of my favorite movies is the movie Casino. I love that movie, and I don't know. Regardless of what a nightmare the circus circus looks like, I do love the essence of a seventies Las Vegas. I do enjoy just that. almost like Wild Wild West. Oh, just just it was dirty. It yeah. wasn't like fancy yet. Yeah, this might have been when they were trying to escalate a little bit. It was just like. If you go out to Vegas, you, you're just a degenerate, basically. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. 100%. Uh, oh, and trust me, not much else has changed. Because last time I was there, uh, I, no joke, saw at least three people wheelchaired, oxygened, chain-smoking, playing the fucking slot machine. Hell, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. they're That's a pro. They're getting it done. That's a pro. I mean... Shit. You don't look like that for you, they are they've been doing it for years. Doing that yeah. exact practice. <laughs> they are continuing on. Uh so anyway, the plan goes awry. Tiffany escapes, and we arrive back at her safe house. Again, we're not sure who told her to stay there or bought it for. Her. But she's there, and of course Bond is there waiting for yep. her. Yep. And please get to the next most confusing <laughs> thing. Oh, yes, the next most confusing thing is in the pool. Is Plenty O'Toole drowned and tied to a cinder block? Obviously the work of Mr. Kid and Mr. Wimp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But why? <laughs> why Plenty? Her and Tiffany had no connection. Also, her just nipples are just completely seen in this yeah. scene. And by the way, now that we're just talking about all praise to her nipples. I don't, yes. I didn't notice them. But nipples. Yeah. Uh but since we're kind of discussing it now, that is kind of cruel, considering how Natalie Wood died. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, she Ooh. drowned in a pool. Fuck! Yikes. Well, Natalie uh, allegedly. Well, Natalie died in the ocean, drowned in the ocean. Well, drowned, yes. But drowned nonetheless. It does drowned. seem like it's a water death. Yeah, it's a water death. It does seem like. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> My well was this. You know what? Before? It might have been before she died. Might have been, I think it might have been before. Could have been before she died. That makes Oops. sense. Otherwise, but still, nonetheless. But then it's sick because did they give this idea? Holy shit. Well, what's worse is we know. he saw Jill St. John. We know, he's like, you know Wagner's what? watching this movie. Holy shit. Well, what's worse is that she can't really look back fondly on this movie because... It's like, oh yeah, the movie that I drowned in, just like my sister. That's and not very starring, fun. Starring with a lady that eventually married my sister. <laughs> yeah, also my husband. brother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of things she can't really enjoy about her stint in this movie. I, I, I agree. Yeah, but I think we might have cracked this case. I think so. But what we didn't crack is why the fuck did they murder Plenty O'Toole? Oh, I don't care about that now. I'm, I'm on this Natalie Wood. Why is James casually lounging, just like, he must have been waiting for a little bit for Tiffany to arrive. He's just lounging with a dead... And there's no reason why he should know that she's there either, by the way. Otherwise, what was the whole point of their rendezvous? How does he know where she lives? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he slaps the fuck out of her. Yes. He sure does. Yeah. Uh, Once again, slaps her. But why is Plenty dead? And why was Plenty there? There is no reason at all. 
for why this happened. Plenty was just basically like a gold digger walking around the casino. She was Sharon Stone in the movie casino. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they shouldn't have killed her. You would think she would have got thrown out of that window and been like, fuck it. I'm never going around these assholes again. But she ends up dead. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Very strange. And, of course, Connery has to at least get one good slap in every movie. There had to be some deleted scenes or something explaining. Maybe. I think there actually were more scenes of hers, of Plenty of Tools. I do there think There had that's... to be. That's the only way this that would make any sense at all. Apparently, she almost actually drowned. The, like, the stunt didn't go as well as they had hoped, and she was actually a trained diver, so she just held her breath until they figured it out. Yikes. Wish you would have been on that yacht that night. Um, Robert Wagner shot. Um, mm, yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> Let me clarify that. It's the darkest, the darkest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We just talked about it for 20 minutes. I sure, sure did. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so at this point, uh, I guess Bond and Tiffany devise a plan. And... They decide to figure out where these diamonds are going. So. (laughs) (laughs) Where are the diamonds going? (laughs) So they put them in this stuffed animal. Tiffany puts them in a locker. They then follow the nine people who this changes hands with. Yeah, the more we talk about it, the more ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's. We're now on to the 12th middleman, Dr. Metz, who's the inventor of the thing we're going to be talking about at the end of the movie. But (laughs) Bond follows him to an underground facility owned by Willard White. Uh, If we haven't jumped into Willard White that much yet, he's basically a play on Howard Hughes is Mm. what it is. He's a recluse billionaire that lives in a hotel. Uh, and apparently he has a facility that's underground and they're working on something top secret. Uh, Bond is able to infiltrate uh, the facility. Uh, I kind of like the Bond back and forth on with him and that one guy that's checking for the radiation. I do mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, Bond gets caught and has to escape the facility right away. So <sighs> I wrote down... What in the actual fuck is going on with this moon landing simulation? <laughs> it is so weird. <laughs> and the astronauts are, are they're, they're not in artificial gravity. And no. yet, when they shit's go, going down, they're still <laughs> going in they slow they motion. They attack James in slow motion. In slow, and mo- continue to move in slow motion. These it are the looked, most method actors I've ever seen in my life. I, I didn't know what was going on here. And... James climbs into that moon rover. What? How did he know that that was going to work? Yeah. I was like, this is clearly some sort of set. How was he functional? He fully committed. (laughs) I would have died if he just locked himself in and then... It didn't. It's just a prop and they just like, okay. That's made out of like wood boxes there. It's not a real thing. (laughs) Now you're trapped. And really bold to think it would break through a wall as well. <laughs> so Bond escapes in this machine. And they are now he is now being pursued in the middle of the desert 
Uh, but I just can't get over that moon simulation. <laughs> that so weird in this movie. Uh, it makes no sense. That whole sequence makes no, makes no, no sense. No, this is the most low stakes bullshit car chase in all of the movies. Yeah. And, and believe me when I thought that that was going to ha- if, if this was going to be our car chase for this movie, I was going to shit. Thank God no. I was wrong. No. No. Like they the, the wrecks were terrible. There was no music. Yeah, none at all. And they the they do terrible with the background music in this movie in general. And these are dune buggies, right? These three-wheel things. They're just three-wheelers. There was one scene where one flipped, and I it looked like the guy might be dead. Uh, it yeah, bad. that's why they stopped making those. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Because <laughs> they flipped and killed everyone in the 70s. <laughs> now we know. That's now why know. you have four-wheelers now. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, they seem a little more sturdy, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. that extra wheel does a lot. Yeah. And uh, why are they so small? When eight-foot-tall <laughs> Sean Connery gets on that thing, I did laugh out loud. I, that was pretty so hilarious. So stupid. Uh, so Bond gets out in the spa- space thing. Uh, what did we even call it? A moon ro- lander? Uh, rover? A moon rover. rover. That's it. Yeah, yeah. sort of. Yeah. So he escapes from that, uh, steals one of these uh, three-wheel... He's gets on it and it looks like a fucking clown uh i did like how he jumped off of it though he did that was really common exit sweet exit on it uh and he and tiffany drive away in her red mustang so it's pretty safe to say if there is a car it's going to be this red mustang even though it has no gadgets whatsoever it just happens to be it's tiffany's mach one and it is a badass car yeah but it is it's just a car yeah and probably goes to that they wanted this to be an American in this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Let's <laughs> do this. Uh, so then we have the chase through Vegas. Yeah, the chase through Vegas, which is I, better than the Moon Rover chase, one hundred percent. But still not great. I will say the only thing. I mean, I wasn't blown away by it by any means. The only thing that really caught my attention was. Just thinking, I know this is all staged, but if that car got out of control, those hundreds of people on that sidewalk would be dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I was like, I can't believe they let them stay on the sidewalk. <laughs> and if that were me, I'd be freaking the fuck out. If yeah. a Mach 1 Mustang was traveling and spinning around in front of me. It's like this, I equate it to the people who stand right next to the tee boxes at like pro golf events. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're just you're just well you, you're you're hoping and trusting that these are actual professionals but you never know <laughs> the same be... way with those car drivers but like yeah. well, you know i could have just a i could fuck i could hiccup or something and just drive this and i've done that many times 250 mile per hour golf ball into my fucking just a temple hole, yeah. a hole in your head from a golf ball <laughs> yeah totally agree. i was so that's the one thing that got me um <laughs> I will say the special features with this car going up on two wheels, watching that and having them explain that. So the car goes up on two wheels, Corey and audience members. And essentially when it leaves, it's on the other side. Uh, It's on the opposite two wheels. It goes on two wheels to go through a tight space. Yeah. 
And when it exit, it's on the complete opposite side. I did not notice that, but that is hilarious. Yeah. So while they're in the crevasse, <laughs> there's a like a cut, like a edit where yeah. it shows them like switch sides to explain why they exit with the underside of the car showing. But how the fuck? <laughs> Even I though... noticed this before I watched the behind the scenes. Uh-huh. How would they have switched? Just switched. <laughs> Yeah. Sides like that. Because <laughs> it, again, makes no sense that it would just. Yeah. Yeah, so we watched the behind the scenes, and the American stunt drivers couldn't do the trick. They couldn't mm-hmm. get it out of the. Hmm. They could do it initially, but they couldn't get it through the thing. So they had some French stunt drivers do it at another location, but they were. I guess driving a European version of the car or something. I don't know why the French had better luck than the Americans, but they did. And they, could only, they did it on the other side. That that car had pause attraction. Pause, oh. Pause jack. <laughs> the defense is it's wrong. wrong. <laughs> I love that movie. We're going to have to do that That's one a day. Good movie. Um, we'll anyway. Have to find a way to do that movie. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to fit that in somewhere. Uh, Again, I love the lines coming out of this movie. When that, when they drive by the sheriff, he delivers a line so great. It's there goes that son of a bitch and saboteur. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, son of a bitch and saboteur. Uh, again, no music in this chase. No, no. Uh, and also, then we... why did the sheriff try to do the two wheel trick too? Just yeah. let him go. Just, go. <laughs> Just leave him alone. You're not going to do yeah. that. <laughs> uh, so we find out that apparently the reason all these people are after Bond is because Willard White has a lot of power in Las Vegas. He controls the cops, etc. Uh, now, after all this is done, of course, after this very long day they had, mm-hmm. Bond and Tiffany have to go back upstairs and fuck. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, been yeah. a long day. And in an aquarium bed, too. What was that? <laughs> was there a mattress? No, no, there was not. That was just, just a hard ass just bed. plastic. Let's just lay on this and just. And she yeah. looked comfortable. Way too comfortable. Yeah. I... My line is Ken, Ken Adam. Brilliant. His design of this room. Yeah, yeah. It looks. I wish there was a hotel room that looked like this ever in the it's world. 45 foot ceiling. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the cost of. $72,000 a night to stay in. Exactly. And so, but yeah, that aquarium bed, and you know all those fish died. There's no way. R.I.P. fish. I know. <laughs> how, do you, how do you take care of them? Does the whole top come off? I'm willing to bet all the money in my pocket that they said, this is what we want, but the only way to get it is if we glue everything and there's no <laughs> opening. <laughs> they said, well, we got to do what we got to do. Done. Yeah. Ken just said go- so, so you yeah. know, I have to do what he says. When it's over, just throw it in the dumpster. We don't care what happens. <laughs> oh my <after> God. <laughs> Fish still alive, we don't give a shit. So- I, I am hoping they at least throw it through in the ocean. That way, well, there's no ocean anywhere in nearby. Vegas. No, no. <laughs> Absolutely no body of water they could go to. Yeah, they're nowhere near anything, so that's not going to work. Not to mention it's still, you know, they're inside of a plastic container, so they'll be in there for a thousand years until it degrades. <laughs> Holy Just shit. watching watching all their friends out. <laughs> Boy, we haven't eaten in a while. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we at this point, uh, 
Felix comes over and he basically tells Bond he has to stay in the room, places guards all around the doors. Well, Bond doesn't like being told what to do, obviously, and he wants to go meet Willard White. Yep. So he climbs out the window and does a uh, interesting little um, stunt show to get to the penthouse at the top of Willard White's hotel, which is called, of course, the White House. The White House. Pretty smooth. I thought I think. it was very cool. Just riding on top of the elevator. That oh. was pretty bondy. I liked that. Uh, I didn't even mind the uh, Gatlin gun swing session. No? That's pretty cool. Uh, by the way, that's Gat- my... Gatling gun. The Gatling gun. That is not what that That is was. not that? Never mind. <laughs> grappling, grappling gun. <laughs> Good point. Good Gatling point. Gatling gun is a multi-barrel machine gun. <laughs> he uh, just that's... decides to blow away the White House. <laughs> Uh, that would be great if he's just standing on that elevator and just <laughs> <laughs> destroyed all the Vegas. Oh. Uh, are you okay? Yep. Oh, I thought you dropped some. So, yeah, he takes his Gatling gun and uh, basically swings across and gets into the penthouse suite and lands straight into Willard White's bathroom. Mm. Um. Now, anybody else find it weird that there was a camera facing the toilet? There was. <laughs> yeah. He likes uh, to watch himself. <laughs> Record this for later. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is great J.O. material. J.O. J.O. material. By the way, he I'm... just likes to bend over, spread his butt, and look back, see if he's wiped good. <laughs> that extra <laughs> i didn't hate it but <laughs> all right i look clean jimmy dean jimmy dean jimmy I'm dean clean. Jimmy i'm dean. clean <laughs> yeah after he looks he says it right into the camera <laughs> yeah <laughs> what i could imagine is he's always telling every, any girl he brings back go use the bathroom real quick oh. what <laughs> just go go ahead yeah, yeah just I thought you were going to go a different way. Every girl brings over, he has to make sure they check his ass off, make sure he might be good. <laughs> no. Hey, come over real quick. How'd I do? <laughs> hey, darling, how's it look back there? <laughs> Sausage tends to leave some residue. <laughs> Talk it's about just... Santorum. Oh. Hey, oh. It's just my little strawberries. Um... Oh, no. <laughs> Lindsay? Lindsay, um, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so after Bond uh, gets caught <laughs> being filmed on the toilet, uh, he comes out into, again, another great Ken Adam design. This yep. penthouse is awesome. Uh, comes out, and surprise, fuckers. It's been Blofeld this whole time. Oh, using a voice box. <laughs> He's using a voice box. He's not dead, just pretending to be Willard White. And the man that Bond drowned in the mud pool uh, was a double. Mm. So, Blofeld's back. We get introduced to another Blofeld double, which, weird. <laughs> There's no real good reason he's there either. Just two hanging out in this pen. Does not last long. <laughs> yeah. And if uh, you thought the dubbing in the beginning was good, ha ha. Oh, look this out. One. <laughs> Charles Gray is doing his best. Doing his absolute best in this. Um, by the way, did y'all notice how 
big Charles Gray's mouth is. He's got a big fucking mouth, yeah. <laughs> it's huge. It's shocking he didn't play the Joker at some point, because his fucking mouth is huge. Yeah, he could shove a Coke can sideways in that thing. I saw me an apple hole one time. <laughs> Sean Connery shoved his whole fist in there. Yeah. <laughs> Take this Blofeld. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to hell. <laughs> I got a. Hey Charles, I got a bet. <laughs> I bet you can fit Peter O'Toole's dick in there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cause you know the joke is Peter O'Toole's got to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. It's gotta be. Oh, geez. anyway, so we get to meet the um, double that Blofeld has also made. There's a second or two where they're trying to determine who's the real Blofeld or not, which doesn't have any satisfying ending besides the fact that Bond shoots him in the fucking head with a hook. <laughs> after kicking a cat. <laughs> yeah, after kicking a cat. God. Yeah. Maybe my favorite sequence in all Bondum. Yeah. Punts this cat and then shoots someone in the face. <laughs> with... A hook. <laughs> but the scorpion scene was too much for people. <laughs> right? Yeah. Bond just shot a guy in the head with a fucking hook. And drowned Lana Wood. But that's scorpion. That's scorpion. Well, uh, after that, Bond is forced into an elevator somehow and gets gassed. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point... At the bottom of the elevator, guess who's waiting there? Getting went. Our old friends. They're there to pick up Bond and put him in a very intricate plan to get rid of him. They're going to put him in a tube, and that tube is going to be buried underneath the ground, and mm-hmm. I guess it's going to be filled with oil? Is that what I'm guessing? Who cares, right? Likely. Yeah, likely. Something. They uh, seem so happy and smug, like, yeah, that was a good one. It's like, you that was- put him in a tube. And not to mention, Mr. Wint gives Mr. Kid the most loving look in Five Night Fire. It Aww. is very... <laughs> Regardless of them being psycho killers, Wint's in love. Right. Wint's in love. We know it. All right, so Bond, shockingly, is able to escape the uh, tube. Uh, again, it feels like this might have been one of those scenes we could have trimmed back a tiny bit. I don't know if it was that necessary. Someone saw that pipe welder, and they were like, we gotta use this. Also, second time we have, like, a pipe traveling device in one of these movies. Yeah. The world is not enough. Yeah. Well, also, they travel in a pipe in um, Living Daylights. That's true. (laughs) Man, we got circuses. We got pipes. Bond's pipe. Yes, yes. And uh, (laughs) violence against women. Yeah. (laughs) It's all matching up. That's, it's all in those there. are criteria to me. Is there a pipe in this movie? Because uh, it's not. That's not going to cut it if there's not a pipe. I in this really movie. need yeah. some pipe. Ooh, we just heard from the big bosses. <laughs> Got to have a pipe. We need more well, pipe. Billy, he lays pipe, but you know. Yeah. Uh, so once Bond escapes, he meets back up with Felix, and Q has arrived out of nowhere, just to be there with his voice changing uh, invention mm-hmm. that he built for his nephews. Yes. I guess it would be kind of fun to have Q as an uncle. He gets a pretty neat thing. Right. Um, and Bond is able to disguise his voice and trick 
Blofeld into telling them where uh, Will uh, Willard White yes. is located. He disguises his voice as Saxby, which is another character we haven't talked about yet. <laughs> no, but <laughs> has been guy. around. Yeah, he's. I don't know who he well, is. Or he gets he gets dispatched in the next scene. Yeah. So no big deal. Yeah. He doesn't last a whole lot, but there nonetheless. By the way, well, you know what? We'll get there. It's about the end of the movie. But so we get, uh, we find out that Willard White is being held at his home in the middle of the desert. And I found out that this home is actually a real place that they just found. Because before I watched Special Features, I really thought this was another Ken Adam. Mm-hmm. But Definitely pretty neat. looks like a Ken Adam. 100%. And then we meet two people. Can we talk about the fact that James doesn't go to this house alone? He goes with, like, the whole CIA. Yeah, they do show up. <laughs> but uh, inexplicably decides to go into the house on his own. Yeah. For what reason, one can't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. All right. No, no, yes. you're absolutely correct. It Please is. Please proceed. And there's no good reason he gives. It's just like... I'll take this. I got it, guys. Stay like, back. <laughs> Maybe Why? there's a woman I can slap. <laughs> oh, better yet, there's two. Ooh. <laughs> Corey, make a good point, because we meet two very interesting ladies by the name of Bambi and Thumper. Yep. And I'm just going to say this. They might beat Bond's ass in a way that you don't see that often. He is taken over pretty easy by these two. They, yeah, they beat his ass. They have and it's the, yeah, and it's gypped. I, yeah, I, it's the gypped payoff. in the end. The payoff yeah. is totally ruined because he's like, "Oh, I'm just stronger in the water." Bullshit! Yeah. Such bullshit! He bullshit! Yeah, needed his water powers. <laughs> I'm better in the water. Women can't swim. Everyone knows it. There was something that is uh, indescribably fun about watching. Sean Connery gets ass beat by two women. There's, it was great. Yeah. 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 Little comeuppance. But, but this scene was so silly. Yeah. First off, Bambi introduces herself by doing a cartwheel and then saying, I'm Bambi. <laughs> which is <laughs> a very strange. Yep. No one, you don't just, normal people don't do cartwheels to intros. Yeah. And then. Thumper does like the weirdest like rhythmic gymnastic moves <laughs> on the ground. She does a full dance move split at one point. And then she goes, all yours, Bambi. It's just. Oh, it's a wild scene. It is so for sure. out it's, there. She's almost doing like a capoeira thing here and there. I would have loved it if she really leaned in. Then that was like her fighting style. But I don't know. I mean, it wasn't really trendy back then. No, no. Probably not until the best of the best came out. And then people were on it. Hmm. I don't know what they're talking best about. Best of the best? Oh, okay, I don't know either. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. So, yeah. So Bond is able to get Bambi and Thumper in the pool and is able to almost kill them by drowning. Yeah. Um, but they finally give up and Thumper shows where... Willard White is being kept. Yep. Which wasn't that bad. No, I'm... 
it's a wonder why he wasn't worried about it. He was just kept in the basement. With two attractive women. Yeah. That he knew fairly well, apparently. So I'm, Yeah. I'm sure that in a way that they, he was their concubine, probably. Oh. Mm. Very good point, Corey. I mean, hey, uh, he did call them his friends. And again, we get introduced to yet another character, Willard White. Who is played by the fucking king of sausage himself, Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean. I gotta the tell you, king I really of sausage himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really liked him in this. I thought he did a good job. Yeah. For a country music singer slash sausage, sausage maker. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not bad. I mean, he was Jimmy Dean, and I thought his character was pointless, but sure. All right, Corey. Once again, strong feelings about this movie. Uh, so you, love, get... you love you love a third act introduction to character. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about two thirds of the way through the third act introduction. We need more American stuff. <laughs> What's American? Sausage, Sausage. <laughs> and country music. Who does both of those things? <laughs> um, I did like watching Jimmy Dean in the special features. How? happy he was about getting to be in this movie. <laughs> I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so things start to progress pretty fast in this last little section. We are literally maybe 20 minutes left in the movie, and they throw in a bunch, a bunch of shit <laughs> right here at the end. Um, so I'm just going to kind of run through it. If you guys got anything to add, yep. please throw it in there. Please go. Uh, so first, Tiffany gets kidnapped by Blofeld. <laughs> In the worst drag I might have ever seen. <laughs> I said, I said he, he makes like a, a birdcage exit. <laughs> Blaine, who did we say it looked like? Ernest dressed as a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He looked just like Ernest's woman character. White uh, Medea. <laughs> and he's leaning down, which is <laughs> good to say, Miss Hayes. <laughs> it was so strange. Uh, the fact that he felt he needed to be in drag to make all this work, but if you just take off your Kim Jong Un <laughs> <Yeah>. suit, <laughs> just just dress yeah. like a normal person, yeah, yeah. You'd be fine, and put down your thirty-five inch cigarette <laughs> yeah. and just walk around. Maybe put your cat down. God damn it! First of all, <laughs> I think it needs to be addressed. Cigarette holders are absolute insane accessory for anyone to have. <laughs> I don't want my fingers to smell. Oh, gross. They will still smell, though. Yeah. <laughs> the By the way, think how bad that fucking cigarette holder smells. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yeah. So, Tiffany kidnapped. Uh, they figure out Blofeld is using the diamonds to create a satellite laser to hold the world hostage. And no joke, up until that moment, I forgot this was a movie about diamonds. <laughs> I genuinely lost track of that. They fooled us. <laughs> yeah, they fooled us. So they're using those lasers to make a giant laser to hold the world hostage. Bond and White determined themselves that they are now in Baja, California. And Bond arrives, Bond arrives in what I guess is a sea bubble. I don't know what you would call this. <laughs> but bubble. I... It's I, a... A hamster wheel. Yeah, basically. He just walks across on the ocean. By the way, it has no clear lining and no windows, so he's really having to guess which way to walk. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, 
And what I'm also calling the fourth gadget of this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Can we talk about the North Korean guy? Please. Getting melted. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people do. Yeah. He just made a really silly face. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. It, it took me a minute to, fi- to realize what... Wait. What's this, what are they doing with the laser? All I noticed is they burned up a missile. They blew up a nu- blew up a Russian nuclear sub and mm-hmm. then blew up what I'm guessing is a North Korean missile array. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, with their laser. Mm-hmm. This is a very Austin Powers uh, yeah. derived or yes. Yeah. Austin Powers. Yeah. He's coming. Yeah. It comes through in this. So Bond arrives onto the freighter where they're at. Uh, and in a long-winded last few moments, we're now in the final set piece of our scene. Bond manages to switch out a cassette tape, which, by the way, <laughs> plays a very big part in this movie. <laughs> and is the only way apparently this laser works. That's how they control lasers. Yeah. Satellites is with cassette tapes. So Bond switches it out, but wouldn't you know it? <laughs> this you... made me laugh. <laughs> Bond uh, switches out, and wouldn't you know it? Tiffany Case puts the wrong tape back. Thinking in. she's doing a solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thinks she's really helped out here. Uh, turns out she put the correct tape back in, and the laser is gonna fire. Uh, but now we have a ticking clock that's going on yep. where there's going to be a self-destruction on the freighter. And at this point, Blofeld uh, decides to cut tail and run. And he gets into his mini submarine, which he calls something. I'm not sure. I, I don't remember. It's a, yeah, a little tiny submersible. It's just <laughs> my little guy. Yeah, <laughs> my little guy. Well Am I moving too fast for you guys? Or you have no, me? this is perfect speed for this last scene. Um, so Bond, at this point, uh, decides to fuck with Blofeld and starts slamming his little submarine around. God. Um, with a crane. With a crane. Then all the while, there's a fleet of helicopters Let's blowing up the oil rig. The entire CIA has arrived in helicopters and are shooting this place to pieces. No worries that they might hit Tiffany or Bond. She's just shooting the hell out of this place. Well, at the last second, Tiffany is going to shoot some guys, but then uh, machine guns herself off of this freighter and into the ocean. And Bond, knowing that it's about to blow up, makes a last-minute dive. Beautiful dive. Lest we forget, Bond gets captured. Yeah. Yes, lest we and forget. And then put into a holding cell... With a big asshole escape hatch. Yeah. <laughs> and no problem. No problem. Yeah. Whatever. Quality move here. <laughs> no, no, pro- no problem. Yeah. Let's yeah, make this holding cell the room with the hatch. Hatch in it. <laughs> just in case. Just throw some, throw a towel over. They might not see it. It's fine. Yeah. We'll pretend it's not there. Uh, so now the freighter explodes. Blofeld, we assume, has died, but as we all know, he comes back and James Bond throws him into a smokestack <laughs> for your eyes God, only. Jesus. <laughs> Lest we forget that. So, 
Bond is now with Tiffany, and they're taking, I guess, a Willard White cruise ship back to England. And, God, I wish cruise ships actually looked like this. They might actually be fun. That beautiful suite and balcony that they had. Yeah, that was super nice. cool. Uh, you can probably get a room like that just for... A lot. Thousands. Yeah, a life-saving just to get a room like that. Uh, just so you can get some stomach virus and stay in it the whole time. The way it goes. Well, what we don't know is that two people have managed to also stow away on this Which boat. Which two people, Andrew? <laughs> Mr. Wint. Mr. The real villain. Mr. Kid. <laughs> Mr. Kid. And again, it goes back to the point, what do they have to gain by killing Bond at this point? This is, this is their <laughs> joke. They are Joker. They want to watch the world burn, like you said. Yeah. Speaking of burn... We then get to... <laughs> Fucking beautiful. Uh, we get to <laughs> our last scene where Mr. Kid and Mr. Went are acting as if they're waiters. They're going to place a bomb that's inside of a cake <laughs> and let, I guess, the whole ship explode. Don't know how they're going to get off either, but they were going to let it explode. Bond realizes the aftershave that Went is wearing is the same aftershave he smelt in the car when he was held captive. Mm-hmm. He and Went get into a fight where Went tries to strangle him with his Figaro chain. And <laughs> Mr. Kid comes at Bond and Tiffany Case with two skewers that are on fucking fire. Yep. <laughs> but Bond ain't playing around. He breaks a little cognac bottle, throws it onto Kid. And kid explodes. <laughs> <Lights on fire. laughs> kid turns into an absolute ball of melting flame. That was a hot vintage. Oh my god. And then fucking went. Bond gets him in a I don't even know what you would call this, but gets went. Attaches the bomb to him and then flips him into the ocean where <laughs> wind explodes. Blood would have gone everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I it feels like a hate crime. To be it honest. feels like they it feels like they really hated these characters because they yeah. really go. <laughs> yeah. They get a wild ending. Corey, how did you feel about the uh dialogue about the drink in this? Yeah, Corey, how did you He's feel right. about this? That's a very obvious the minute he said, I'd prefer a claret, like, it's like, okay, anything from Bordeaux, right or left, is a blend, which is what they call the claret. And I was like, I think he's trying to trick him because that's what he got. He got one of those already. So, yeah. So, I knew that, I knew that what they were doing. They, they did try to write that as a trick. And obviously it was. So Rothschilds make a claret. Also, it's not, it's not, it's what they call the, a Bordeaux blend. They call it a claret. Ah, got it. There, yeah. So let's just say I had a bottle of uh, Chateau Rothschild 1955 right now. Does that catch a price, you think? Here's the thing about that. Yes. Right? Yes, it would, as a collector's item. The chances of that still drinking are nil. I, now, I, I, we actually opened up some bottles in 1970. Yeah. Rothschild, Mouton Rothschild, uh, that surprisingly hadn't completely, you know, gone over the hill. But 1955 would be 
unless they stored that and never touched it, never moved it, never let the temperature fail, nothing, all everything went perfectly, no way. All right. So just Again, something to have. It'd be a collector's item. I mean, that's what I was thinking, but, you know, the audience wanted to know. Uh, so our final line of this movie is Tiffany Case really wants to get those goddamn diamonds from that satellite. Mm-hmm. And then diamonds are forever. I actually loved the exit to this movie. I did, too. I did, too. I was like, all right. It was a good, yeah. yeah. Wrap it up. Yep. Um, you know, the the last thing I want to say is that it felt a little weird that Lana Wood got fourth billing in this movie. She huh. did not feel like she uh, worked that advantage. But what do you what do you know? And what do you that, what do you know? <laughs> what do you say? What do you know? What do you know? What do you say? What do you know? What do you say? And that is diamonds are forever. Quite a film. That's it. All right. So what do you say we take a quick break, and then we'll jump back in and get uh, our awards and scores out of the way for this movie? Let's do it. All right. Be right back. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. Now it's time talk about our awards portion for this movie yay oh i'm excited all right everybody (laughs) Corey, your sound effects unmatchable and so let's start with best death Corey, going to you i know it was i knew it was early but i love the scalpel death that one that was a standout (laughs) for me (laughs) that's a good one it's just arm, leg, arm. This <laughs> just, just really tuned him up. The accuracy is impeccable. Hey, listen. He's James Bond. He's great. He knows what he's doing. I mean, not not even the fact that we should probably question why they had so many scalpels in one area, but whatever. All right. So we're going for the scalpel death. Blaine, what about you? I gotta go with James shooting the Blowfield double in the head <laughs> with the grappling hook after kicking a cat out of him. <laughs> after kicking a cat out of him. <laughs> that was just an, an important epic addition. <laughs> that, it was a shocking <laughs> scene. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> it was pretty wild. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, well, mine has got to be Mr. Kid getting turned into a ball of mush. <laughs> Both of those are great. They really are, though. Yeah. The fu- I mean, you could probably put those two together. Uh, Mr. Kid and Mr. Wind's deaths are pretty wild. Just going down to flames. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> okay. Well, what about best line? Best line from the movie. Blaine, let's go with you. Guys, there are... Th- this one had a bunch of really good lines. I have to agree with you. This 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 might be the most line heavy, quality line heavy one we've had. Um, <laughs> I went with one. I had a bunch written down, but <laughs> me too. When the Hearst team break into the hotel room and interrupt James and Plenty, yeah, James says. I believe you caught me with more than my hands up. 
damn it. <laughs> was that yours, Corey? Yeah. I didn't write any oh, of them down because okay. I was like, that one's perfect and I'm not going to. <laughs> I love There's... that line. That was a really good line. He meant his cock. Yeah. Did you have another one you wanted to throw out? I mean, I have a bunch of them, but I. All right. Someone else can go before I just take them. All right. I'm going to go with mine. And mine comes from. A gentleman by the name of Shady Tree, when he opens up the coffin to Bond, he says, you you dirty double-crossing limey fink, those goddamn diamonds were phonies. <laughs> My absolute favorite line. That line, that's right. Man. All right, Corey, what about you? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by the by the line Blaine said that one that one is definitely my favorite, but I'll give an honorable mention to the sheriff's line because uh, that one's great. That one's really good too. You son of a bitch and a saboteur. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Son of a bitch and a saboteur. Uh, and Blaine can fill the air with a couple more lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, we mentioned this one in passing, but no one, none of y'all said it. Um, about. Tiffany Case's wigs. I, I had it down. And James goes, "It's like I don't care, provided the collars and cuffs match." <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a very elegant way to say uh, whatever carpet the drapes. Like. Yeah, yeah, it matches the pubes. <laughs> and then I have the other one, Blofeld. This one made me laugh. I said, "Yeah, but if we blew up Kansas, you might not hear about it for a week." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just burning Kansas burn for no Kansas. reason. Uh. Hilarious. I one of my other alternates besides the collars and cuffs was you keep leaning on that tutor, Charlie, and I'm gonna give you a shot to the mouth. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that gas station scene. Thank yeah. you. Um, that was the best part of it. Yeah, you leaning <laughs> yeah. on that tutor, Charlie. I'm gonna give you a shot to the mouth. <laughs> yeah. There's a ton of great lines and line deliveries in this. Uh if nothing else, go watch it for those. Pretty right. fun. Any other ones you have? Uh... I didn't know there was a pool down there. That was fun. <laughs> Threw the girl off the pool. No, I, I think the the cock joke is is the best. It's, it's uh, I have to agree. Yeah, it's a good one. The, co- the cock joke. <laughs> or when James just leans over and calls a. Uh, Tiffany a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does, doesn't he? Uh, no joke, I was writing some notes when he said that I had to look up. I was like, whoa. He's like, whispered it in her ear. You bitch. Bitch. Which I'm sure that was not the first time Sean Connery <laughs> called a woman that in no. rage. Yeah. In rage. <laughs> All right. Hey, Again, there were some Fine. pretty good lines in this Fine, movie. yeah. Um, okay, well, now that we have the awards down, we should really get into our scoring. Now, as well, you remember... No, we got one more award. We sure the fuck do. God, we got so caught up in our line. Uh, so this made the final cut. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll go ahead and start. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my this made the final cut is going to have to be the not-so-subtle racial undertones of the transformation scene. Uh, the gorilla. Yeah, yeah. the gorilla yeah. transformation yeah. scene. Pretty bad. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's the correct answer. <laughs> that seem, it seems like there's a correct answer, and that's one of them. Yeah. Blaine, what about you? I mean, 
that's what I had written down, but I knew others were going to say that because yeah. it was so terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, the moon base? <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty, what? Pretty unneeded. <laughs> yeah. And just confusing. Yeah. Were they just... Because it was just a satellite. Yeah, no one was going to have to land on the moon. Awesome. Yeah, no one was launched into space. Nope. Maybe this was for a future plan. I don't know. Didn't explain it. And did someone threaten these people with their lives? No matter what you happens. You You act like you're on the moon. All right, Corey, what about you? Uh, my, my primary one was the gorilla scene. My second was the moon landing scene. So I'll riff on a third. Um, okay. I could argue that the circus bullshit as a, in general didn't need to be in there. But I'll say I'll actually say the the gas station scene. We didn't even feel like it was necessary to talk about that pointless scene. Just <laughs> her line. It was a yep. waste of five minutes. Uh, on top of that one, Pliny's death. <laughs> there was no reason to kill her. No, no. Well, I agree with you there. All those things. Uh, another correct answer would be the elephant winning the slot machine. We could have taken that out. <laughs> Forgot about that stupid elephant. <laughs> All right. Well, now, for sure this time, we're done with our awards. Yes. And we're now going to jump into the scoring section for this. And as you remember, we have seven distinct scoring categories uh, from 1 to 100. Uh, we will take the average of our scores, and that will give us our overall. So, our first category, Bond Factor. Blaine, I'm going to go to you. For Diamonds or Forever, what are you giving Sean for his Bond Factor? Okay, so Bond here, he was pretty... Mm-hmm. He was cool. I'll give him mm-hmm. that. He was, he was casual. He was entertaining he was fairly funny for a connery bond yeah but he's he still has that aggressiveness towards women which always gets me it's a super downer it's like yeah damn it um and not in like a like a give and take way like it was with pussy where she would like give it right back yeah physically in goldfinger um so he, with all that said, I love the elevator stuff. He's he's good. I gave him a seventy-eight. Okay, seventy-eight, seventy-eight. Because he's still got shit done. Although he did true. get his ass beat by those women. I'll stick he with seventy-eight. Got his ass beat I can't by those think women. about it more. <laughs> seventy-eight. All right. Seventy-eight. Corey, what about you? I am a little bit lower. Uh, I I I didn't really think he was that cool. Uh, or smooth. He had a couple smooth moments, but he bungled a, a few things. Uh, and then the things that he was doing sometimes were just silly, like the moon, the moon scene, and hit, like also he just got caught by hiding behind a rock. He got that was. There's so many times that he gets caught neat, like from being just inept, seemingly, um, mm-hmm. and way more hitting. He was almost being cartoonish in a Roger Moore style before Roger Moore was there to do it and it really didn't feel like Sean Connery which was a step in the weird direction so um I said a 52 52 for Corey okay 
Well, uh, I am right in the middle of you guys. I went with a 65. Again, this... I might be speaking out of school here. This mm -hmm. might be my favorite Connery so far. No, I take that back. Gold, Goldfinger was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, so, so. yeah never mind. I'm, I'm going to retract yeah. that. I'm going to retract that. Um, but yeah, that aggressive bullshit, I have no tolerance for. It's annoying. And it takes, takes me out of the movie every time I see some bullshit like that. So uh, it's... He makes... Some great decisions in it, but I take points off of that. 65 for old Connery. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. That takes us to action sequences. So for this movie, Corey, what do you rate in those action sequences? I just didn't feel like there were a ton of action sequences. Let me see if I can roll through some. We have the, the moon stuff, if we want to call it that. Uh, the the fight between Bambi and Thumper, the ending, which we'll just kind of put in one big thing. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not calling any of Kid and Went stuff action sequences. Not 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 a speck of that was, except for their fight at the end. Uh, All right. I mean, really, the first half of the movie is really slow on action. Uh, I would say nothing really happens action wise into the second half. So I went with a 43. I don't. It didn't feel very action-packed to me. 43 for Corey. Okay. Well, uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, Corey, I'm kind of on the same feeling with you. I thought there was some interesting things, but nothing that blew me away action-wise. I gave it an even 50. I gave it a 63. Oh. I thought the elevator fight wasn't that bad. I thought... It was actually pretty good for how tight the space was. Mm -hmm. It wasn't didn't it wasn't great, but yeah. it was pretty good for a close quarters thing. I liked the scalpel throws. I <laughs> loved I don't know why I liked the elevator ride and that kind of thing. And then I mean it's close quarters in the head. I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. the second elevator he rode on top oh, of the elevator. Yeah, let's be, yeah. Um uh -huh. the Mustang Trick was cool. Mm -hmm. They were driving the shit out of that Mustang. Yeah, I, I just think it was filmed weird. Um, and those explosions on that oil rig, they they were decent. Yeah, it was big. Mm -hmm. So, but like I said, nothing that'll blow you away. Yeah, but I think it's above halfway. So mm -hmm. sixty three, sixty three for Blaine. Okay, all right. Well, now we're down to. Gadgets. Uh, I'll go first on this one, fellas. Uh, like I said, I counted maybe four gadgets in this entire movie that Bond uses. We have the pocket mouse trap. Mm -hmm. We have the. Uh... Oh God, what was my number two? Oh, uh, the fingerprints. Finger guy. Yeah. And then uh, the <laughs> the Gatling gun. Thank you, the Gatling gun. And then we have the ball that he uses to get on the uh oral rig so, maybe the voice the voice changer thing that you ah uh, the voice changer good point he does use that yeah all right so with all that in mind i was not blown away i gotta tell you no no um so i felt a 30 was appropriate for this movie i mean yes he does use gadgets yes they are 
useful in their sense, but it's a big eh for Gaddison for me. I agree. All right. Well, Blaine, I what's agree. your score? I gave it a 36. Oh, okay. I did love the fingerprints, because that seems like something a real spy might have. You would yeah. probably Or need. utilize. I was yeah. like, that's pretty clever. Mm-hmm. That, I could see where that would be useful. Uh, and we've uh, seen it since then. Like People have probably replicated it from this movie. Who knows yeah. where it came from first? Yeah, who knows? yeah. that was sure. solid. But yeah, nothing, nothing you're going to write home to Q about. Absolutely <laughs> no. not. All right, Corey, what about yourself? Q, I really loved your gadgets and diamonds are forever. Um, I gave it 28. Roid. 28? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Same reasons, uh, Andrew. I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. Little meh. Little meh. Okay. So let's now talk about song and opening titles. Uh, Corey, let's start with you this time. What do you so, think about the song and opening title? So I'm torn because I think I like the song more than I liked Moonraker. And I've and if I'm if I'm breaking the song, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it next to Goldfinger and Moonraker. Mm-hmm. Um I think I liked it better than Moonraker. And the titles are good. Diamonds everywhere, tits everywhere. Yeah. I mean that's hey, what what else do you need to do? Um so but I didn't love the song. I don't know. It was she says diamonds a lot, but the luster belt is really cool. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what she says up, to the, but when she belts out luster, it's neat. So I said a seventy-one. That's the that's the uh, I like. I mean, yeah, I'm here for it. Okay. All right, seventy-one from Corey. Uh, Blaine, what about you? I think. This song and the credit sequence go together so well. Like, perhaps the best that we've seen so far. Wow, okay. As far like as the, the song matching what we're seeing mm-hmm. in this, the actual sequence. I really like the song, except for one part where I think it goes a little disco-y for me. Oh no. Maybe not disco is probably not the right word for it, but when she goes, I don't need love. Oh, that part. Okay. And then it, it corrects itself right after that. Mm-hmm. So if it didn't have that part, I would have given it higher, but I still gave it an 80. 80? That is not bad. It. That is not a bad score. Uh, I got to tell you, right up there with the I thoughts, uh, the song was phenomenal. I love the blast of music to get into the song Mm -hmm. i love all of that uh the titles like where he said we got we get a lot of diamonds i thought it was done very well plays well with the music a lot of loose tits loose diamonds Uh loose tits loose women Uh, loose morals loose women uh and shirley bassey come on she's you know she is she's the queen of bond don't know what happened with moonraker but you know we tried uh (laughs) Uh, so for me, I'm right there with you, Blaine. 78. All right. 78. Okay. So it, we pretty much like the song a lot. It's a we good did. song. Yeah. Uh, it's a classic Bond song. Next up, plot and character. Plot and character. Uh, I guess I can start here. Uh, there was a ton of characters. A ton of characters. I personally loved... Tiffany Case. I really liked her character. I thought she did a good job, especially after coming off 
that absolute wild performance we got from uh, from Russia with Love. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, at least that. at least Tiffany Case is like, look, I'm in this, but uh, you know, Tiffany Case acts like I could go fuck other dudes. <laughs> yeah. I just happen to need you. You're not the only Joker. <laughs> yeah. I like it. She's kind of her own thing. She apparently runs this fairly successful diamond smuggling business or whatever she does. But she's not taking any shits. I like her. I like, obviously, Went and Mr. Kid. They have been up there as far as fun characters in this movie series. I really enjoy them. Shady Tree. Got my favorite line. I mean... There's a lot of Okay, outside of one thing he says, what else do you like about Shady Tree? Uh, he's hot, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> related to Dean Martin. He's related to Dean Martin. He is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. What a stand-up routine. 40 years going. Hey. If it works, what do you do? Uh, but all in all, I didn't mind the characters in this movie. My problem is the plot of this movie, which uh, takes a big chunk out of my score. So overall, it's a 70 for me. Oh, Characters and plot. Characters are running strong. I you, thought these friend. characters were a lot of fun. Yeah, they mm-hmm. are. They are. I... Corey does not agree with me, but uh, continue, Blaine. <laughs> I don't, to that degree, I did enjoy some of the characters. I thought there were perhaps too many oh, characters. Agreed, yeah. And the plot was a little incomprehensible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, that being said, I gave it a 56. I think it was okay. slightly better than it was bad, collectively. Again, that's being carried more so by the characters in the plot, which was ridiculous. Yeah. So, not but, a, yeah. Not to mention Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean, solid. Mm-hmm. Kid and Wimp, right up there. Mm-hmm. Right up there with my favorite henchmen so far. I'm, they I might be in my running for our golden gavel for best henchmen. I, Collective best henchmen award? I don't disagree. We'll see I how it plays disagree. out. Tune in for your golden gavels. <laughs> now, Corey, I... <laughs> What I'm understanding is yours is probably going to be higher than both of us. So what you got? Um, Guys, the characters or plot didn't do anything for me. I can't tell you that I really liked any of the characters. I didn't really like, I didn't like Tiffany Case at all. I thought she was like, eh, whatever, you know? Okay. I obviously didn't like Went and Kid. I thought they were so stupid. Mm-hmm. All right. And it's partly because their role is stupid. What they're doing is dumb. They don't make it, nothing they're doing I mean, is making any sense. But when you look at it from the maybe they're going rogue and just doing this <laughs> to fuck with people, that's how I I'm really like at it. it. I that's really how like I've that. looked at it, but fine, but it's not true, probably at least. Oh, wow, <laughs> we don't know. Um, yeah, I, Mr. White, not, uh, not here, you know, Mr. White, you know, I don't really, I don't really have anything good to say about any of the characters. And the plot was bullshit. <laughs> the plot was, the plot was dog so shit. Bad. Yeah, the plot was dog shit. I think we can agree. Um, twenty three. <laughs> God damn! I, I mean, it. Yeah, 
I get it. All right. I mean, hey, if you don't like anybody, the plot is like this. 23 is pretty fair. Yeah. yeah. That 23 uh, is more characters than plot. The plot was like octopusy bad for me. Wow. All right. Not good for Corey. <laughs> Well, let's talk about our villain, guys. We have Blofeld coming back in this movie. Uh, played a little differently this time by Mr. Charles Gray. Um, I don't remember who went last time. Let's just start with Blaine. Blaine, what do you give an old Blofeld? I'm not going to lie. I, I don't know why I like him so much, but I do. He doesn't have all the qualities that I want from a Bond villain. Like He doesn't have that. I don't know, that, uh, that gravitas, that menacing factor where he, yeah, he doesn't seem although like, although he did get, he did say that, that one Mets guy says, you don't shut up. I'm going to shoot you or something. So he could be a little menacing when he wanted to be, but mostly he was, I don't know. He, he was, he was playing it like the, the president of an HOA. <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> you know, just kind of like, We've all met it's, that guy. Yeah, yeah we you know, definitely met that guy. About. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked his presence. He was, he was drawing me in when he was on screen, and he wasn't taking himself too seriously, but his plan was kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. So I gave him a 75. Okay. 75 from Blaine. Um, Corey, what about you? I I actually also liked Charles Gray's performance here. I didn't. If if there was any takeaway uh, of 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 the characters, I thought at least Blofeld was he was something, you know, some things. There were several of them. Um, I watched uh, I watched a little bit of the trailer before this movie, and they show him Bond killing Blofeld in the mud. And I like audibly was like, is that, did they just show the end of this movie? Um, so I, I really uh, was like, there's no way he's, he's, he's going to come back. And he, of course he does. So, um, but like the weird drag scene as much as that's funny was so not villainous. Um, so that knocked him down to a 59 for me. 59 for Corey. All right. Uh, Blaine, I'm right there with you. I really like Charles Gray. I think you don't get many, I, I don't want to call him ugly, but you don't get many interesting looking people, which is probably in movies, especially anymore. He's just an interesting guy with interesting ways of acting. And yeah, he wasn't great, but I mean, as far as Blofelds go, he was a little menacing and all that. I gave him a 73. All right. Yeah. 73 for me. And then finally, entertainment value. Now, Corey, I know you have a problem with all the uh, blatant homosexuality in this movie. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you give the entertainment I love, value? I, love, I guess I didn't like these two characters. That makes me homophobic. It's because yes. <laughs> I mean, we... Me and Blaine knew it. Uh, yeah. Eyes. Hey, and you of found course you had to mention him dressing up in drag, so there's that too. <laughs> yeah. <It's true>. <laughs> <laughs> I listen. Hey, I said it was funny, and it is. And I love the birdcage, and it really feels like Gene Hackman at the birdcage. Um, Old blower fella. <laughs> gay. <laughs> gay. He's just gay. 
Um, you know there were so many people in the movie theater in 1971 that had pretty horrendous things to say when that scene came up. So. Oh, God. Can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I was not entertained. Um, literally after the f- the third changing of the hands of the diamonds, I was throwing my hands up like this is so stupid. And it really doesn't pick up at all until the second half, which is more than an hour in. Mm-hmm. And and I, I got to tell you, some of the stuff you were saying at the ending, I didn't remember because I was asleep. So oh, man. <laughs> it just it yeah, didn't, thr- didn't thrill me. Uh, I, but I'll give it a little bit more than I've given others. I'll say 41. 41 from Corey. Interesting. All right. Seeing some interesting patterns with your scoring. Hmm. Mm. I gave. I don't. Know. What patterns are you seeing? I think they're kind of all. Oh, there's a pattern. <laughs> well, I'm just remembering to last week from oh, Russian I... Love, which was a far more boring movie. What did I give it? I don't remember. <laughs> and I, it was undoubtedly uh, <laughs> way higher than that. Sure was. Sure was. Um, it was a 71. If you're curious, <laughs> but it is way more boring. Um, I gave this one. A 66. All right. Because it was silly enough to keep me entertained. The plot being so confusing did detract from it. Um, but not, it, you know, more entertaining than not. That's all I really can say. Huh? Hey, I, I'm right there with you. Um, shockingly, I'm a little bit higher than you guys because... There was a lot I liked about this movie. Down to, I love the scenery. Ken Adam. The scenery? This is the worst scenery of all <laughs> No, the no, I mean the Vegas atmosphere, all that kind of fun stuff. I liked all of that. I love a 1970s Vegas. I love the Ken Adam uh, set dressings. I love, I thought this movie was insane, but still made me laugh quite a few times. Yeah. And the plot is garbage. And the ending, not great. Uh, well, I'll say the main ending. The one with Kid and Went is kind of fun. But, yeah. uh, you know. But overall, you, kn- you guys know I like the crazier ones more than anyone else. I gave it an 80. Wow. For entertainment value. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Okay. So. This is definitely a cup of tea movie. Like, yeah, that's true. It's It's... If it's up your speed, mm-hmm. then it's great. If not, it's going to miss completely. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, you or know. Or like, I, or just middle of the road. So I guess not. <laughs> or just we've we've demonstrated road. it today, I believe. Um, I for sure liked it more than From Russia With Love. It's yeah. better than From Russia With Love. In, in an entertainment capacity. Capacity. I had entertainment, sure, and and perhaps no. I was actually way more entertaining from Russia with Love. No, and you made that clear last week. In you your did. review. You did. You I was about to us. say maybe I scored too high compared to this one, but no, 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 I don't think so. I think it's all fair. I mean, if you liked from Russia with Love, this one you probably wouldn't, and that <laughs> played out. Yeah. So, and it was the opposite for us. So, mm-hmm. I get it. Okay, well. Now it's time to talk about all of our averages and get our overall average for this movie. So uh, the highest average actually comes from Blaine this time with 64.86. 
Um, I'm right there with you, sir, at 63.71. And Corey, a little bit of a drop-off with 45.29. Okay. Now, when we take the average of all of our scores, that equals out to 57.95. Maybe like 10th or 11th place. So now we jump to our overall ranking and see where diamonds are forever. Balls. Okay. Right on the money, Blaine. It's now in 10th place. It's not... Uh-oh. Corey might have something to say. It's not <laughs> quite as good as Casino Royale 2006, but oh, better. thank God. But better than From Russia With Love. No, as long as it's better than Casino Royale, or as long as Casino Royale is better, then I'm, I'm good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's unequivocally a better movie. <laughs> okay. All right. But not a better Bond movie. Well, it says you and no one else. <laughs> All right. So Diamonds Are Forever ends up in 10th place. Uh, very interesting week. Uh, you know, I, it is fun when one of us just absolutely hates it and some and the others like it a lot. There's something fun there. Well, you didn't like it a lot. You guys <laughs> just was, sort of liked it. Well, it was very middle of the road for me. It was middle of the road for Blaine. Yes, I should say. But overall, interesting week. Okay. Well, no, you're right, though. It's nice when we disagree. Yeah. Yeah, if we all just kiss the ass of every James Bond movie, it'd be a shitty show. So. I mean, the, 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 I, I still think the Tomorrow Never Dies episode is it's, it's great. It's a great one because of how dissenting we are. But we're not. We are on one category. For the love of God, you guys scored every other category. Good. <laughs> It's just villain. What's the matter with y'all? I'm starting to think you bring this shit up every episode just to fuck with me. No. <laughs> uh, all right, just I get it. You didn't like Jonathan Price, but you motherfuckers scored the rest of the categories. Okay. You know, I might have come around on a uh, Renaud though. Renaud. 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 So, what's in the works for next week? So, next week, you guys, we're jumping back to old Brosnan and his very first outing as James Bond in GoldenEye. Let's go. I think we might have a real big shakeup next week. Mm -hmm. It could be a real big shakeup, guys. I'm very excited to watch this. It's been years it and very excited to return to it let's go okay so Fantastic. well that concludes diamonds are forever uh tune in next week for golden eye and blaine you're going to be going over that one i believe indeed all right well as always this has been judgment, judgment.